bro. Oh, that's good weed. Yeah. Tito man is so goddamn big. He got his tails and even gets in more. Smoke some more. He got that good shit from Canada. Oh, you from Dyson, so you pass the crush. And the weed just makes you chill. Out this is the vision from the greatest bush. Tito Man's got all the stuff you need. Now the comments just about smoking weed. It's about weed. With every penny that you pay for it, you're just weed. So basically, turns your brain to shit. Welcome to Tailscats Podcast, the first. Still only Tales Gets Trolled podcast on the internet. I'm your Tales Gets Trolled veteran, Chris from World Famous Channel. Expect nothing, get less. And I'm your Tales Gets Trolled fucking noob. Um, no kills in this lobby. Loser, Andre from Expect Nothing, Get Less, as well as the more base channel, Obesus. That's right, a god amongst men. Absolutely, I agree. Cracking open a beer. To celebrate, I assume, this new theme song we have right now. Never before heard whoop, whoop. new theme song, baby. New art, yes. new theme song. Yeah. Uh, speaking of new new controversies, am I right? Before we enter the controversies, I just want to uh, add some more uh, TGP news. Uh, we had our first uh, purchase on Bandcamp. We made uh, two yep. whole dollars, very based. Um, all music that is featured in Tailskits podcast is available on the album on Bandcamp. It's uh, pay right. what you want, so you can download it free, or you could give us uh, five billion dollars. And uh, and we I love think that. we all know what we would recommend you do. Yes, free. Probably free. Yeah, I don't think it's worth that much, but. No, yeah, no, absolutely <laughs> not. But hey, you know, if if you decide to pay, it keeps the lights up, it keeps the RSS feed going. I mean, we are practically living in the gutter. I mean, I'm literally living in a bowling alley. True, me too. I'm living in the bowling ball. Falling in the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Andre, in episode uh, 15, I did a hallelujah outro theme. What did you think about it? Do you like it? I absolutely loved it. Very good. Well, the, here's just to announce that was uh, basically a one-off, as you've probably heard from episode 16, where we went back to the other one. We might get a new in ex uh, outro theme, but um, possibly. Maybe not. Probably not. Uh, also want to shout out to Peppers Millers again for writing out some of the rules to the TGP drinking game. Yes. We'd love to see it. Very based. Pepper Millers, you absolute beautiful son of a bitch. Or daughter, I'm not, um... <laughs> e what? Equal opportunity. Oh, daughter of a bitch. Sure. Yeah. Also, shout out to Cupcake Pella for nice comments and uh, pointing out the reason that the grammar improves is because Embergram likely becomes more involved in the writing process. And, Embergram, um, stop helping. <laughs> Embergram, a brother of uh, Laserbot, one of his brothers. And uh, I guess it's important to point out that we attribute a lot of the comic to Laserbot, even though, from Laserbot's own words, uh, the comic has been the brainchild of both Embergram and Laserbot from basically the beginning, with uh, Laserbot only supplying the art, the beautiful art. And we'll see that uh, Laserbot gets less and less involved with the comic the longer it goes on, and then he even leaves it at one point. But 
he um, he comes back. Uh, and uh, and now, he comes back with a vengeance. He comes back with a vengeance, and now he's writing the comic with... Uh, the writers on the comic now are Shimshomo and Laserbot. As However, well as Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Shimshomo is uh, Laserbot's other brother. However, we'll, we'll just uh, keep attributing to Laserbot, because it's just way easier to say things like, you know, damn you, Laserbot, rather than uh, damn you, Laserbot, and or Embergram, and or Shimshomo. Or maybe just, damn it, guys! <laughs> sure. But we acknowledge that the comic is uh, a team effort, a family affair, if you will. Yeah. All right. Let's actually get into the controversy. Yep. So uh, we have some controversies here, but there's one main big controversy hanging over us like the sword of Damocles hanging over my head. And that yeah. is... That, um, Where have we been for the past year or so? I don't know. It's been too long. <laughs> it's been like three or four months. Yeah. All right. It is ridiculous. Here's the explanation. Uh, we did actually <laughs> record an episode. Uh, and in that episode, at the end, we, we announce that we're going to go on a hiatus for a while. Uh, and uh, stuff like that. However, that episode became lost. It is uh, lost media. Yeah. The uh, fucking file corrupted, and uh, it is never to be heard again. So now we're re-recording the episode for chapter seventeen, like three months later. <laughs> Very epic. <laughs> um, I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. The problem was, and I will take one percent of the blame, but ninety-nine percent of the blame goes on fucking audacity. Because Audacity <laughs> updated to a new version where instead of being based like it was before, now it's completely fucking cringe where they go, hey, remember how based we were? How you could record like for hours and hours and the file size would be minimal? Well, fuck that. If you record for like an hour, your fucking Audacity file is going to be this literally fucking like 20 gigs or something. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Our, our recording sessions are usually like two, two to almost four hours sometimes. So having those massive fucking pro projects would m super inflate the size of the Audacity file, and uh, it would cause a lot of problems. I don't think Audacity is really designed to hold such big files, or the new Audacity isn't. The old Audacity worked totally fucking fine. So fuck you, Audacity 3.0, Audacity 2.whatever-the-fuck, all the way. That's the base one. Fuck you. Oh my fucking god. So yeah, the, yeah, the, the, file, the file got so big. And I, I had, we had recorded the episode, I had edited the full episode, it was ready to go. The only thing I had to press was export. And I did press export, and then I was like... I can't handle this and it exploded and it corrupted the file uh, it is inaccessible the only point of contention I will take blame on is that okay I'll take blame because it was never an issue before so when I, whenever we record these podcasts uh, we do it through <laughs> audacity and we do it you know yeah. over discord so Andre he records his bit, he exports it and sends it to me. So I have the audio yeah. for, for... I have Andre's audio from the last episode. Totally fine. Uh, 
<laughs> and we can still use it if we want. We yeah. can make a fake episode where <laughs> we just use your old uh, three-month-old audio for episode 17. Uh, we uh, should do that. And you just like try to wing it and try to f- make it fit in. Like, you just improv the entire thing. It would yeah. be... <laughs> It would actually be funny. I it think. could be funny. It could be funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. The only thing is that whenever I record, I just like save the Audacity project. What I should have done and what I will do is that I export my own file. So in case the Audacity project like corrupts, I still have both. I have my own file exported as an MP3 and then Andre's as well. So I could just re-edit it. Um, yeah. So I'll do that from now on. And I also fucking downgraded to. Uh, earlier version of Audacity because that's when Audacity was fucking based, not cringe like it is now. So you got a lot of problems with Audacity, don't you? I got problems with new Audacity. Not old. Old Audacity is based and red-pilled. New what? Audacity is cringe and uh, black-pilled? Yes. And stuff like that. All right, you so got that's... a lot of problems with progress, don't you? You fucking conservative. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to audacity, absolutely, I'm a fucking conservative. I'm an audacity Republican. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the main controversy that explains the long absence. So what we said in the last episode at the end, we said that we're going on a, an absence because I was going on vacation for a couple of weeks and then my semester at university started where I know I would be busy so we wouldn't have time to record all the time. But now yeah. there finally is some time. So that's cool. All right, let's get into the other con- controversies that we discussed in the episode we <laughs> recorded many months ago, but we have now forgotten. Oh about. fuck! I forgot all about those. All right, so we said in the previous episode that in Grace Anatomy there was the big romance between I think McDreamy and McCotty, but there is no McCotty. It's actually the big romance uh, rivalry was between will main girl choose McDreamy or McSteamy. So, uh, uh, I know we got a lot of Grace Anatomy heads in the audience, and uh, we, yeah, you know, I mean, we, we got some hate mail. I'll just say it. We got some hate mail about... Yeah, uh, from, I, I think that, I think like the geriatric between TGP fans and Grace Anatomy fans <laughs> is just a circle. Yes, yes. The, we have a lot of 70-plus-year-olds listening to TGP, and they're all fans of Grace Anatomy, and they're really mad. They have 50 cats... They sent our cat. They sent their cats on us. We got attacked by cats, and they're like, "This is for getting yeah. Grace Anatomy lore wrong, you fucking pig." And yeah. uh, so, big apology for that. I was I was good for most of it. I already have a cat, and that cat is a fucking psychopath. It probably got some like secret messages from the older uh, moms with cats. Yeah, and that's why your cat has been attacking you so much recently. Possibly. Right, all right. And next in my notes is the PSA where we announced that we would go we'd go on a, a big break. So, very cool. But yeah, in general, chapters will probably be or episodes will probably be on a slower recording cycle because um generally I'm pretty busy, but number 2, chapters from now on are very very dense. Yeah, in, they're uh, fucking humongous. Yeah, they're well, they're the same length <laughs> when it comes to Pages, because you know, laserbots, twenty-one page rule, and oh, all that. I, I just mean in terms of information density. Yeah, in terms of, especially text, they get very text oh dense, God. text heavy. So note taking takes a lot of time, and recording also takes more time. So uh, yeah. probably a slower schedule than uh, we were on, like once a week for a yeah, while there. Yeah. But 
Jeffers are getting humongous. Humongous. Humongous what? <laughs> <laughs> this man just sexually assaulted me. <sighs> I love her. Classic pain. Was her name Sara or something? Uh, Sara Joshi. <laughs> you know her full name, you fucking weirdo. Yes. <laughs> well, because she she made a fucking follow-up video about internalized oppression. Oh yeah, I remember that. It was epic. It was a easier time when uh, all of YouTube was just SJW destroyed. Trump epic well, compilation. Yeah, it was also an easier time when SJWs were just fucking batshit insane like her. True. I know they weren't, okay? But, <laughs> but she, she was batshit like, insane. Yeah, she, yeah, and people like her were kind of the face of the whole progressive movement for, or not progressive, but like SJW movement for a they while. They were basically the face of the progressive movement for a while. That's why conservatism was on such a rise within young people. Yeah. In the uh, mid-2010s. Yeah. Alright, let's get into the uh, chapter spread. Oh yeah, spread those cheeks for me, baby. Spread those chapters. Absolutely. So yeah, for <clears throat> first comment on this. Uh, I like it. I think it's pretty... Oh yeah! Evocative and interesting. Oh yeah! So to describe it, it's sort of basically a bunch of squares with characters in it. And then in the middle there, there's like a... Almost like an, an arrow triangle arrow. shape yeah. of uh, a characters within like, uh, there. Okay, okay. To further explain it, um, it's like if you divided the, divided the page in two, yeah, like uh, lengthwise, and then divided further, you know, heightwise, and then you had an arrow cutting through the middle line. Yeah, yeah. So um, if we go from the right, we have two different uh, characters on the top and bottom. So we go. First, uh, it's uh, Cheeto Man, classic Cheeto Man on the top, then Knuckles on the bottom. They have, you know... Fucking little Cheeto Man. They have a relationship, as we know. Then you yeah. have uh, Tails on the top and Spyro on the bottom, with a little Bluebird in between there. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we know that uh, Tails and uh, Spyro, you know, have a, a bro bromance. Hell yeah. Then you have Pori and Mario... Uh, Pori on top, Mario on the bottom, and uh, w these spoilers, these characters will meet in this chapter. And in the middle, between them, yeah. we have uh, Travis the Bird. That's his name, fucking Travis, right? Travis, yes. T-R-A-V-O-U-S, Travis. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Say that again, okay? I, I did not just hear you right. T-R-A-V-O-U-S, Travis. I heard... Oh, you fuck... <laughs> 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 Fucking hell! Lazy Bad is so good at naming characters. Uh, then we have uh, ne next to them we have a Troll King on the top, and then Alex on the bottom. We know that they have a well. Uh, Alex is trying to take down the Troll King and become the new tr leader of the trolls. Yeah, he's uh, following him, sneaking around, being a sneaky fucker. And in the middle of them, we have Kermit looking straight at the camera. Hello, Kermit <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, hopefully our Kermit impressions have improved, but I assume they <laughs> They haven't. <laughs> it hasn't. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Kermit Hello. here. No, I, I get a, I think I just... I don't know. Well, I uh, do want to fuck Piggy. <laughs> I don't know. Not too great. 
And then next to them, uh, we have Rob on the top, and then Hindo on the bottom. You know, they're currently engaged in an epic fucking battle. Yeah. And uh, we will see that. And uh, between them, we have Ronald McDonald, who's a very mysterious figure. I fucking love Ronald McDonald. Gotta love Ronald McDonald. All right. Let's get into page one, unless you have some comments. Uh, no, I I mean, I fucking love the whole composition. Um, yeah. I love, especially, you know, the patterning of uh, purple, green, purple, green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the backgrounds are purple, green, purple, green. Uh, exchanging yeah. between each. Uh, it's very nice. Purple, green, yes. they, they're, they're a contrast. They look very nice together. Purple on the top, green on the bottom, then green on the top, purple on the bottom, and so forth. Yeah. And then the blue and the arrow. arrow is blue. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, no comments. Oh, also. Uh, oh wait, the wait. What? The fucking text is—it's capitalized. Chapter seventeen, psychological assessment. Yeah, I was gonna say the chapter is called psychological assessment, which is a great title. It's very like evocative and strange. You're like, what? What does this mean? Yeah. Good. Good shit. Good shit. All right, let's move on to page one. Yeah, baby. So we start where we left off with uh, Rob underwater. He was finding, you know, his uh, new resolve to go on. He was having a Goku moment in the water. Yeah. Uh, we can only assume he's about to bring out the spirit bomb. But instead, I mean, uh, Rob says, "Shit, I'm underwater," realizing waking up from his uh, trance. Rob, you fucking no shit, Rob. <laughs> And then we get a, a, a great piece of art of Hindo looking really evil, like dark shadows all over his face. Uh, and he does a long fucking evil rant, uh, <laughs> saying, Oh, how wonderful sweet it has been to see the mighty dragonborn fall before my very eyes. How you pushed me to this. How you pressured for your own destruction. You little warm, as in warm temperature. W-A-R- <laughs> Yeah, not <laughs> worm as warm. in the early bird gets the worm. No. <laughs> warm as in warm. it is warm out now. Yeah. And by the way, it is fucking blisteringly hot here in Norway now. How hot is it? Uh, I think we had 30 degrees yesterday, uh, 25 today. Wow. Celsius, so that's like, I don't know. That's like... I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit, but it is... Almost 100. Oh my god. It's actually the same in Tokyo. It, it was uh, 30 today. Right, okay, well, it's, I think, 25, 20 today. But Tokyo has a way more humid heat, way more uh, water in the air. Uh, so it, it feels way warmer, but I love that shit. I would like, kill for some humid heat, because what? I hate like I hate the dry heat. Dry heat is way more tolerable, though. Yeah, no, but the air feels thin. Sure, yeah. Yeah, dry yeah. heat is the, the heat that actually kills people. <laughs> humid heat is very uh, conducive to life. The, yeah. place, the places with the most life are, you know, the Amazon forest and, you know, places that have pretty much humid heat all year round. And yeah. it's good for your joints. So if you're old, you should move to a humid place. Uh, I would imagine. Yes. Hindo calls Rob one of the many scum of this earth. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes? But remind me again who's trolling and who's getting his rocks off and killing. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Hindo. I mean, Hindo, Hindo's... And you a, have to... You have the audacity, you have the ballstacity, to fucking call Rob scum of the earth. <laughs> I mean, Hindo's, Hindo's a bastard. The chutzpah on this fucking asshole. <laughs> what are you, Jewish? 
<laughs> Maybe I am. The chutzpah on what this guy. What is it uh, to goy? you? Right. The chutzpah on this guy. <laughs> and what if I am Jewish? What are you gonna do about that, huh? You just sound like drunk Andre. You don't sound Jewish. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but all Jews are drunk in my eyes. All right. What? Good. Didn't Moving we have on. that on tape? Um... Hindo continues saying, Oh, how I wanted to see you crawl like the bug you truly are. Ha ha ha. Get on your knees and pray for mercy. Yet no, I won't give it to you. Crying for me to spare your miserable life. Oh, and how you f continue persisting in every action you've made, you fucking fool. Now I will show you the depths of your mistake, and you will beg me when we meet in the afterlife. Beg for me to protect you from eternal damnation in hell. You are just as pitiful as these low-level trolls I work with every day. Good ones are just too hard to find. <laughs> Let me end it on a sort of like yeah, almost Seinfeld-esque yeah, note there. It's like, yeah, like a stand-up, like, you, you relate to this audience. Good trolls are just so hard to find. Uh, but yeah, classic uh, yeah. rambling uh, stream of consciousness, <laughs> laser bot uh, uh, dialogue there. I mean, this chapter is starting strong. That's <laughs> very, very good shit. And uh, two, two written with an actual double O. Very good. Incredible stuff. Yeah, that's, was, uh, what the fuck? That is, uh, was, Laserbot, uh, Laserbot, don't get too good now. <laughs> we need you to stay Laserbot. I'm sorry to say, Andre, okay. but in a couple of chapters, he'll have, like, literally no spelling mistakes ever. He actually gets good at spelling. And grammar, and syntax, and the whole <laughs> shebang. Even semantics. Maybe not semantics. So I can still have semantics? <laughs> we can still have semantics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I love that just when he said grammar I was like about to ask you about the grammar as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know uh, lazy about semantics are, are always very strange and the syntax stays strange for quite a while too but it also gets mm -hmm. fixed because now he I, th I believe he has proofreaders now which <laughs> I don't believe he had before <laughs> or I can't believe he had before <laughs> <laughs> Which we know he didn't have before. I, there's no way he could have right. had that before. No. Alright, then we cut to a really evil fucking grinning art of Hindo looking great. His uh, yeah, face contorting. It, this entire page is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's just, a real... Just uh, department. It's a real step up in art from this uh, chapter onwards, I would say. Yeah. Because there was a bit of a break between uh, this chapter coming out and yeah. the previous you one. Know, that's why we had a break. It was just for the same reasons as Laserbot, because we needed to increase the quality of Tailscast podcast. Exactly. Yes, that's the true narrative. Yeah. So believe I, I that, I, and not the bullshit we said before, because that was yeah, lies. No, I needed to not be cringe, and I failed horribly at it. So exactly. I'm still cringe, but that's uh, sort of par for the course with my life. But you're a bit more based, and uh, good, good on it. We got the Andre cell phone. It's back, better than ever. And we love we it love was, to hear it. Yeah, I love to own myself. I'm embracing you, the ten percent of me that's black, the correct way. <laughs> Only ten percent. I would have expected more. Yeah, no, I think it's I think okay, like purely mathematical, I'm somewhere between fifteen to twenty-five percent black. Yeah, this is because I'm like seven percent Nigerian, and uh, you're like way more black than me, bro. <laughs> I'm like the whitest motherfucker I know. I'm the palest. I'm the palest bitch I know. Yeah. 
Okay, let's just cut out this entire conversation about blackness. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it got racist so fast. <laughs> it's staying in, baby. I mean, I got racist so fast. Uh, you know. That's one of your many talents, Andre. You can turn any <laughs> situation racist. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Andre will find well, a Well, I am a racist. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Andre, got too real. Got too real there. Yeah. Electricity that, is so powerful it's on its own, but with water in the mix, it's <laughs> unstoppable. Yeah, so um, Farewell, Dragon Ball. You were a difficult foe to face, but I am the victor. Well, Andre, we gotta stop and discuss that because water in itself is not actually conductive to electricity. No. It's only it's, it's only conductive water. if it has uh, a lot of minerals in it. Yeah, like salt yeah. water. And uh, so many people make this mistake. It's like you never had a science class. Come on, guys. Yeah. Normal water, fresh water, a lake uh, or a river will not conduct electricity. No. Just try it yourself. It won't happen. You, yeah, you're, just you're take, fucking, take you're a fucking, car battery, uh, throw it in, and see what happens. Nothing. Yeah, probably nothing. Take a swim with it, motherfucker. Do it, cowards. But don't pee in the water, because that's probably going to be very bad. <laughs> I do think yeah, you release a lot of Pissing on a battery is pretty dangerous. Yeah. there's a lot of minerals in your piss. Yeah, which is why Bear Grylls loves that shit. I mean, minerals in water is very healthy for you. <laughs> yeah. So, I suppose... Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. Pee is very healthy for you. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Look, are you telling me that Bear Grylls is wrong? Are you telling me that he faked everything? Are you telling me that he checked in on a hotel? I don't think so. I don't know if he actually did that. I never watched... An expose no, on he, Bear Grylls. Uh, he pretty <laughs> much. I mean, he, he pretty much admitted it as admitted as much himself. What a bastard! Well, I mean, he. I don't think he ever said that. Like, oh, I'm actually surviving. He just said that this is how you survive. Two oh. very different things. I mean, it is. He never explicitly said it that he took checked in on hotels and shit. And he, I think it gave the impression that he was surviving in a while like that. But he never explicitly said it. So you know, he's still Gucci in a way. But it's literally man versus wild. He's a man, and he's versus the wild. Yeah, and man won. That's why we got hotels. Make a fair point, Andre. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, Hindo is about to shoot electricity, flies up in the air, sh shoots electricity down at, uh, the, the, uh, poor Rob in the water. Yes. And, uh, Rob the realizes The poor this. Rob. <laughs> he is the Rob. <laughs> There's no other Rob. <laughs> No, view. but I love it. The poor Rob. Like, as if there's also a fortunate or rich Rob. <laughs> well, maybe, there, maybe there is. Yeah. A, T a TGP yeah, multiverse? Yes, please. Fucking Laserbot yeah. is, is watching one fucking Spider-Man multiverse movie away from adding a TGP multiverse to uh, Tales of Trolled. TGT, you mean, not TGP. TGT. <laughs> But if yeah. he adds the multiverse, we would be canon because we are a part of TGT lore, basically. I mean, I Laserbot has heard of the podcast, right? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, Umbergram or <laughs> Shimshomo has Shimshomo has Shimshomo. Yeah, Shimshomo is uh, thumbs up. Oh yeah, I think Laser or uh, maybe not Laserbot. I don't know. It's hard to know. But the official yeah. Tales Gets uh, Trolls channel knows about it, which. I think is run by uh, CC, and not Laserbot, nice. but may maybe CC. 
Just told Liz I mean, how that. fucking surreal wouldn't it be to have, like, a shout-out in the comic to the podcast? <laughs> yeah, well, like, like I said before, I would love nothing more than to be, like, two stupid trolls that get killed horribly <laughs> by one of the troll slayers, like Shadow or something Preferably like by Shadow. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Shadow's been very cringy recently. Would... Oh, that's true, yeah. No, but I, I would actually, like... If suddenly they were like, hey, we're gonna fucking reference the podcast, would you like to provide art of yourself being killed? I would jump at that opportunity and be like, yes. <laughs> yes. Very All right. Sure. Now, this is how my dick looks like if you want him to rip my dick off. <laughs> yeah. There will I'm be not a using lot of, it, so you know. <laughs> there will be a lot of uh, dick-related stuff later. Don't you worry. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, cool. It's true. There is a dick forest. Yeah. Anyway, um... So, the, the the lightning is about to hit the water, but Rob, he realizes it, and just in time, he freezes he the water. He has a fucking... Yeah, genius plan, dude. Yes. Like, what a fucking mad lad. But you know what would have been even funnier was if he just... Wait, this is fresh water, and the lightning does nothing. <laughs> that would have been very funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, Hindo is also stupid, actually. Yeah, and Rob is just like a fucking genius. He's like, just according to Keikaku. And then there would be like a long anime <laughs> monologue where he explains the science through like diagrams and shit. That'd be awesome. Ah, uh, Jojo. <laughs> well, any like fucking yeah. uh, manga. Naruto does that shit all the time too. Like, yeah, this no, is, but I love Jojo because I feel, like, I feel like Jojo yeah. is really in a league of its own because of all the pseudoscience. <laughs> I agree. It uses. Uh, I mean, that's why it's great. Yeah, because it's like, okay, there was one truth and a hundred lies in that <laughs> statement. Yes. Yeah, and Iraqi anyway. clearly just, like, hears about things, and he's like, I'm gonna put that in. This is a plot point. Yes. <laughs> like, fucking Skyrods? I love that. Yeah, 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 Skyrods. <laughs> because those are just insects. Literally, they proved, I think they kind of proved that most likely Skyrods were just, like, insects flying around in your eye, not fully seeing them, but just seeing the motions or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Like, it's an optical illusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not real, but Araki's like, yeah. oh, hell yeah, based. <laughs> put that yes. in. Now, and Hindo is looking like fucking Shock Tom. <laughs> he realized. does. He has a, he has a fucking uh, Shock Tom face here. Yeah, the exact same, like, eyes. Um, yeah. Yeah, holy fuck. E even the angle is very similar. Yeah. Alright, on to page two. Yes. Holy fuck, so, we got there in just half an hour. <laughs> great. So, uh, Rob, he's underneath the ice, and then he uses fire breath to, uh, uh, you know, thaw the ice so he can live again, I guess. And, and also he, create a smoke screen out of steam. It's true. I, gu I guess he only froze the top of the, the river, or the moat, and not everything below. So it was basically just an ice shield. He didn't, like, freeze the entire thing, because then he would freeze himself. Yeah. Unless it's, like, in movies where people are, like, frozen solid, but they can still, like, blink and shit. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, extremely, extremely Realistic. cringe. <laughs> yes. And then uh, Hindo still has kind of a shock Tom expression. He says, no, that's not possible t the yeah. t and not capitalized for some reason no 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 and then uh, I, I love it he, he looks like a little cry baby <laughs> the water starts steaming and we get to zoom in on uh, Hindo's 
angry eyes, and now his face is like more realistic proportions for some reason, rather than the anime yeah. style. <laughs> well, okay. But I love that. I love the inconsistency. Sure. Because it's like whatever suits the the frame better. Yeah. Which is something that I respect Laser Buff from, for doing. It's pretty. It's a fun aspect of the comic for sure. Yeah. So uh, especially now that he's a lot better at drawing, it, it really shines when he's doing these things. That because now it looks good. It doesn't look derpy or like. Um, I mean, it still looks derpy from time to time, but it looks a lot better from than time it did to time. But yeah, but it's like you can see what he was going for with it. Like with this uh, Hindo here, he has like a big sausage arm when he's shooting uh, lightning. Yeah. So you know, there's still plenty of derp to be found for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just mean, I, what I mean is like in the stylistic um, changes that he makes from frame to frame or like um, yeah. panel to panel, it is done in a way that that serves the what he like the serves the aesthetic better, if it makes sense. Sure, I'm just not certain that it's uh, intentional. I think it's still uh, accidental for the most part. It could be intentional to me, Chris! <laughs> Look, the, uh, the art art is created between the viewer and, and uh, the piece. The art is not the piece itself. It's the conversation between the viewer and the piece. So if that's what oh, it means you to you, that's what... Oh, you fucking pretentious cunt. <laughs> what? You that absolute... is the fucking definition of art, bro. You pretentious whore. How is that pretentious? That's literally true. <laughs> Because you believe it, I don't know. It's <laughs> literally the fucking definition of art, piece of shit. We're the postmodern world. Don't you fucking raise your voice at me, you piece of shit! <laughs> I just punched my microphone. We're not cringe essentialists here. What are you, a fascist? Get out of here. Yes, I'm a fascist. <laughs> you believe in objective beauty? Yeah. I'm objectively beautiful. <laughs> that is literally fascist if you uh, believe in that. I don't. Fascist Andre revealed yet again. Oh, you oh, fucking Jew! Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> speaking okay, of anyway, gas chambers, um, because I farted. The uh, sure. <laughs> I just want to point out that, like in uh, End of Evangelion, the ending to uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, the ending movie. On the close-up of Hindo here, we actually see the tear ducts in uh, Hindo's eyes, so uh, attention to detail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. It's like an end of Evangelion, too, where uh, whenever they would zoom into people's eyes, they had tear ducts all of a sudden, even though the entire anime they didn't. They had, like, just that little more bridges nice. so they can join the tear ducts. <laughs> Very epic. Oh, yeah. So uh, Hindo charges up his lightning Kamehameha, and it shoots it down at the steam at the water, trying to kill Hindo. But H Hindo but. says he can't see a fucking thing with the steam in his way. He used the fire breath on the ice. Son of a bitch. I can't see my target very well. You won't slip away from me. And then out of nowhere, a fucking fist right in Hindo's face, spurting out blood from his mouth. Classic anime style. When you get punched in the yes. face, you gotta spit out blood. And uh, yes. uh, we see an angry, bullet bill-headed... <laughs> a fucking uh, a Rob looking down with full momentum and the momentum is uh, carrying through as he uh, punches Hindo towards the ground and Hindo's hair a goes from the sick line Hindo's hair goes from the lightning yellow to his natural white yes also I just want to point out that 
in this entire like page here, there's like an implication that Hindo's flying, so I guess that's just one of these abilities he can fly around. I guess because he can transform into lightning, right? So I guess it's maybe yeah. like the vision from Avengers where, you know, the vision, he flies by altering his uh, density to be yeah. land and air. Uh, so I guess it's like here where he just sort of like alters his body so that it just flies, you know, as lightning, but he's not in his lightning form. Yeah, I don't think Laserbot thought it that <laughs> well through. I don't think he thought no, about all like I'm saying the 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 uh, <sighs> what are the properties of light and Hindo is using the properties of light for his like abilities and light as a wave no, means that it can move through. That's not what I'm. Look, Laserbot just thought lightning powers was cool. Okay, I'm thinking of more more like uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers from JoJo. Oh yeah, maybe. Where he wouldn't because previously we saw he did the actual JoJo thing where he moved through the. Um, electrical lines. Power lines. That, yeah. That's how he would move around, but I guess he could just fly too. Well, sure. All I'm saying is that you can somehow justify it by looking at Hindu's powers. <laughs> sure. If you really but want you to can justify it. a lot of shit by looking at his powers. Sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You, you can really justify anything. Yeah. I mean, when I look at Hindu's power, I can justify the Holocaust. Are we in a <laughs> Andre Nazi arc right now? What's going on here? <laughs> I mean, I that was it, not what that was in, not in my the, first in the, choice. In the fucking uh, three months we were away, Andre fucking fell into the alt right pipeline. He's part of the intellectual dark web now, and he's watching Paul right, look, Joseph okay, Watson. Look, look, look. And, uh, I, I've been Matt fucking Walsh. watching Andrew Tate for three months. <laughs> <Tate>. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and no, you, you, you shaved your head in, uh, to be a disciple of Andrew Tate. you got to be bold. Uh, absolutely not. What? Come on. No. Well, I, I just don't want my kids to be exposed to gay people because I want to program them the way I like. <laughs> Based. Yeah. That's how we like it. No. Okay, anyway, uh, enough politics. <laughs> well, you know, pe people, uh, people come for the Tales Gets Trolled and they stay for the politics. Yeah. Tales Gets Political. No. Uh, next page. Yes. Next page. So, like a meteorite, Hindo goes flying into the rooftop, destroying one of the roof's obelisks, which falls over and crumbles. Yeah, baby! And then in the rubble, we see Hindo, back to his white hair and with a big head wound, a cut on his cheek yeah. and one bloodshot eye, saying, yeah. how did he do that? And I also like the shot that we get from between Hindo's legs. I, oh, <laughs> you would then, you fucking pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I realized as I said it. Uh, no, but I do like the shot because... That's a really good perspective. It, it's a good yeah. perspective shot. Absolutely. And it looks proportional too. It's fucking great. It is really good because we sort of see him... It's like the camera is laying on the ground like slightly above him so we see him from like maybe like half a meter above him so we see like only barely his face and his chest but we see most of his legs. Yeah. It's very well done. Yeah, but it is so hard to draw this. I'm just, as an artiste, I fucking approve. Artiste counter, ding. Yes. Yeah, maybe. I agree. I would never even know how to draw that. All right, so after after uh, this, Rob lands on top of one of the rooftop pillars, sort of a frog <laughs> formation. And then we cut, to an <laughs> we cut to an upright. <laughs> Rob's standing seemingly about to keel over. And we see that he has a big, like, wound in the side. So, uh, this fight has taken a lot yeah. out of both of these competitors. Yeah, maybe. 
and then we get a meanwhile, while. what happened during the fights. <laughs> so not meanwhile. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, well, I mean, t- technically, but also not. Well, most meanwhiles is implied that you sort of travel back to the past slightly. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess. Like, meanwhile, this was happening, this was happening, so implying that these things happen uh, at the same time. So yeah, this okay, is a, this enough. is an actual meanwhile. <laughs> like yeah, most yeah. of Elizabeth's meanwhiles where <laughs> they're like cutting between scenes that clearly happen one after each other. But you know. Good meanwhile. So yeah, maybe. finally after so many chapters, first time since chapter ten, we cut to Mario who's in a brown castle with Dr. E. Gad, who's originally from yeah. Luigi's Mansion. Uh, Mario says he has all the items he'll need and that he's ready to defeat all the trolls once and for all, showing that Mar- that to Mario, there's no thought spared for Shadow and the gang. Uh, no. Which is unlike Shadow, who the only thing he cares about is fucking killing Mario at this point. He doesn't even care about the trolls anymore. He's like, fuck well, Mario. You, <laughs> he's a, he's well, to be me. fair. Yeah. To be fair, Mario killed like f- 10 of his friends. <laughs> That's not true. He killed, uh... Well, Mario didn't kill anybody, but... No, Luigi, but, like, his Luigi plan. killed, uh... Some of the Chaotix, but... Does Shadow know those? I mean, they're not traditionally friends of Shadow. Like Espio well, I and mean, Cream. Luigi killed Cream. And I'm pretty yeah, sure... Shadow does that... know Cream. Well, I mean... Well, Shadow isn't canonically friends with Tails either, <laughs> or Knuckles. So you really yes, want to fucking get into this? <laughs> no, he's not! Shadow was literally... In fucking Maria. Sonic Generations... Maria! In Sonic Generations, Shadow smokes weed with Knuckles. <laughs> it's fucking canonical. Does he? <laughs> no! <laughs> Why would you ever believe that? <laughs> I don't know! Because it was like... You said it with such earnestly... Earnesty. Earnestly? Earnestness. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a liar, Andre. I'm a liar by heart. My entire uh, my entire uh, backstory is uh, fabricated. Wait, so I never knew you when we were kids? No. And I actually do have the red dragon belt. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah. We talked about that before, where I gaslighted yeah. you into defending me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my obvious yes. big lie. Yes. <laughs> Because you said you had a fucking red dragon belt in karate. I think it was taekwondo. No, it was karate. Was it karate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. 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 Uh, when I when I lived in in Thailand as a young chap, I I did uh, taekwondo for like two years. So I think I got the yellow belt in taekwondo, or oh, maybe mm-hmm. only one year. Uh, but then after moving to Norway, I was like, yeah, I've done so much uh, martial arts. I'm basically the best martial artist ever. And uh, uh, I was so good that they gave me the red <laughs> red dragon belt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ju- just, for, just, just for clarity, we were like, I think, nine at this point, okay? Probably younger. Probably eight. Yeah, probably younger than that. Yeah, so it was not like we were like fucking 15, 16. <laughs> and I... <laughs> no, no, no. This was... Uh, we, no, we were... I, I was barely keeping my bowel movements. Uh, <laughs> You're you know. barely out of doctors. Yeah, I was barely... <laughs> so like, I was a stupid piss, piss, poo baby. Pissy boy, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, 
and everybody uh, rightfully called me out on my bullshit. They're like, "That's not true. You, you didn't get the red yeah. dragon belt." But then I gaslit <laughs> Andre me. into believing me, and then he would defend me and be like, "No, I've actually seen the red dragon belt. He showed it to me." <laughs> yeah. Good shit. <laughs> I mean. Isn't every relationship built on some form of a lie? Some form of gaslighting? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I, it should be. It's the same way that I say I'm related to Jason Momoa to get pussy. <laughs> and it's never worked. No, it hasn't. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, Mario, he strictly focused on getting revenge on the Troll King and eliminating the Troll Menace once and for all. Unlike Shadow, who clearly only cares about getting revenge on Mario. AKA well, he's cringe. Fair, uh, to be fair, Mario killed a lot of people uh, for no good reason. <laughs> We're going in a circular conversation here. I know, but I just want to say, like, Mario's plan killed a lot of people for no good reason at all. Yeah, I know, Mario's definitely a bastard. Yeah. But his his plan all sort. He's now fucking getting shit from EGAD. Professor yes. EGAD. And I love this. Yeah, I, lo I love the phrasing of... Uh, what Ega this says. idea is in the middle of the editing process. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs> Thank you, Laserbots. You shine your laserness on this. Woohoo! Yes, semantics. We love it. Yeah, this idea is in the middle of the editing process. Implying that he's not. <laughs> he doesn't know his idea yet. And it's like a thing that you can edit functionally. Maybe so scientific yeah. that he edits his own ideas within his brain. He has, like, Premiere Pro in his brain when it comes to idea editing. Yeah. He says, It will take a few moments before I will be able to determine if it's functioning as planned. But, oh, Lord, Jesus Christ, God Almighty of the Holy <laughs> Bible. This is fascinating. This is fascinating. <laughs> if this works. If this works, then we will be the first ever, ever. to create the... Zoom in on his face. The... Zoom in on his mouth. The Holy Star. The Holy Star. <laughs> Yes. Yes, perfect. Now the era of Mario shall begin. Says Mario with... So Mario clearly has fucking evil goals, in a way. <laughs> well, it's just because Mario says the era of Mario shall begin with, like, a Mario doing, like, a really evil grin on his face and uh, yeah. his uh, Mario M looking like the McDonald's M, only red. Yeah, and we all know how evil McDonald's is. So true. Supersize this. Farts on Mike. How about you serve me breakfast after 12 p.m., you fucking cunts? Yeah, 12 p.m. Oh, right. Yeah. No, you're right. I get so confused on 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Oh, yeah, no, I don't. 12 a.m. is uh, night, 12 p.m. is morning. Yeah, or noon. You're noon. Uh, <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, uh, yeah. Next page. So, Next you see that two toads are also helping out. There is a hint toad from Mario Galaxy. Mario, do you understand how delicate and valuable a star actually is? Yep, that is one of the things he says. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hint toad, he's a member of the toad brigade, and he also asks, acts as uh, Princess Peach's attendant and royal guard. And then there's also Toadsworth, originally from Super Mario Sunshine. But uh, he becomes more of a well-rounded character, I guess, in the Mario and Luigi series, the Mario and Luigi games for the initially for Game Boy with Superstar Saga. However, oh, yeah. Laserbot has for some reason elected to use his young design for from uh, Mario and Luigi Partners in Time, where you travel to the past and you meet the young version of him. Because usually he he his um 
mustache is white and he's wearing like a more regal outfit. Yeah. But this is like his poor like peasant outfit and he has a brown mustache. So I don't know what this tells yeah. us about the timeline of Tails gets <laughs> trolled as uh, Toadsworth was only sporting this look when Mario and Luigi were babies. So, uh... Well, confusing. I mean, I have no fucking clue. Maybe Toadsworth's just dyeing his mustache just, just, for, just for Toads. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it could be... And he's wearing his... It's L'Oreal. <laughs> well, instead of just for men, it's just for Toads. Just for men is like the uh, premier beard dye that you use because you have gray beard, Andre. You graying fuck. What? <laughs> anyway. I totally spaced out. Yeah, I just destroyed you in the marketplace of ideas like I usually do. Oh! Uh. <coughs> Why would you wound me like this? So they say that a um, holy star is made from tr 20 regular stars and it takes the star to a whole new level as the time limit for your power is now way longer. And as Egad puts, now using the star will be like a supermodel in bed, no longer lasting five seconds. What, which is like, what, what does that even apply? I don't even understand. I mean, clearly, Laser about to smash supermodels. So, you know. <laughs> like, okay, but the way I look at it, could it be that the modeling industry is so fucking dirty that they have to fuck their way to the top? And they gotta last long in bed <laughs> to get to the top. Like, that's m what my head is saying. It's not like, it's a commentary <laughs> on the sturdy, seedy uh, politics of supermodeling yes. of America's Next Top Model. What you don't see in America's Next Top Model are all the blowjobs they have to give the producers. <laughs> that was definitely what Lazerbot was going for. I I mean, no, but but why social commentary? But why would why would why would supermodels need to last more than five seconds in in bed? Because they just need to make the fucking dirty producers come. So they probably want to make them come as fast as possible, right? Yeah. It implies that ugly girls they only last five seconds, but <laughs> supermodels they last a lot longer. Because I guess all supermodels are really good at sex. I guess is the implication. Well, if you can make a guy last or come in five seconds or, you know, come fast, I guess you gotta be really good at what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't so know. So that implies the supermodel is actually bad at sex. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they make uh, sex last long, while, you know, ugly girls who are actually good at sex, they only make you last five seconds. Yeah. It's a very confusing line. In, in either case, it's hard to know what it actually means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just like my little thought experiment that Glacier Bottom was super woke when he wrote this. <laughs> I don't know, that's thought experiment, but, but I like the idea that Glacier Bottom was super fucking woke when he wrote this, and he was just like, yeah, let's talk about how modeling is basically just sex industry. I'm gonna expose. With I'm extra gonna stats. expose fucking, uh, what's her face? Who runs America's Next Top Model? Oh, Tara um. Banks. Is that her? Is that her? I forget. I've never, I've never watched the show. Alright, Toadsworth says that. Uh, they have also created a deafness potion, which lasts for two hours, which would render the words of death useless. So, very powerful. And then <laughs> Mario gives us a classic Mario line while looking, like, really pissed. He's <laughs> like, here we go, I'm a, no I'm a Mario, I'm a number one, but he looks really pissed. So, he gives us two classic Mario lines. Here we go, I'm a Mario, I'm a number one. Yeah, but he's looking pissed, so he's really like, here we go. I'm a Mario, yeah. I'm a number one. 
I mean, he just figured out that he was voiced by Chris Pratt and the movie got overwhelmingly good reception, so now Chris Pratt is gonna keep voicing him. And also, it's animated by fucking Illumination. Oh. Instead of DreamWorks. I mean, the, the animation of Illumination was the problem, it's just uh, the writing. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, the animation is stellar. I can't really focus on, nice, yeah. on that in that department. Yeah. But the writing is atrocious. Absolutely. It's a terrible movie. Not like it. Even though I got uh, a bunch of souvenirs from going to the movie in Japan. <laughs> I liked every scene with the Bowser in it. Which was like two minutes of the movie, because it was barely in the movie. Yeah. I liked the uh, Peaches Jack song. Jack fucking stole the show. Yeah, the Peaches is amazing. I fucking saw someone comment because Peaches has almost the same chord progression as Never Gonna Give You Up. <laughs> and then someone made the mistake of erroneously claiming that Jack Black intentionally made this match up so he could rickroll people in the audiences. I'm sure it just uses the same, uh, I forget, I forget what, um, uh, cause, Never Gonna Give You Up. Uh, Never Gonna Give You Up almost has the same, has like the gold chord progression. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's the one, one uh, five... Six one, I forget. Yes, uh, but it's not the gold chord progression. It is a slightly different chord progression, but it almost sounds the exact yeah. same. Peaches does use the gold chord. Oh, okay. Uh, so and that's why it sounds extremely familiar. It is it's in the same BPM almost. Well, it's a pretty slow um, song. But... Yeah, but I think you can uh, uh, increase the BPM so that it matches up. Well, sure, but that doesn't mean it's the same <laughs> BPM. It means. Yeah, no, sorry. Uh, but it was not Jack Black going intentionally, I'm gonna rickroll everybody in the audience. <laughs> yeah! yeah! <laughs> no. No, it's just that most songs are written in that exact progression. That's the, that's the point. That's yeah. the point of the fucking four chord songs, that everybody uses the same fucking four chords. Yes. <laughs> or, although I believe that's the one, five, six, four, which is like the pop song uh, chord yeah, progression. It know. sucks, and it, that's, I, think I hate that one. Yeah. Uh, now... Mario! Something is wrong! Hold on. <laughs> Pull up some, some weird shit. Okay. Pull up some weird shit. Some scaring the host type shit. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna say that um, the tone you get from the dark Mario of uh, <laughs> Tails Gets Trolled doesn't really mix with the cheerful, like, <laughs> famous Mario voice lines that we know. So it's a very funny no. juxtaposition where he says that, here we go. Okay, what is it, Todd? What is the problem? Yeah, so a toad comes in, he says somebody unfamiliar is approaching, and uh, Mario says he's going to check it out. Uh, Toadsworth says it could be some villain of some sort, like a troll, and that they should retreat. But Hintoad says that they should take him hostage. However, Mario shuts them both down, saying, if it's a troll, he's going to die. Uh, as he... If it's a troll, he's going to die. <laughs> as he resolutely walks out with, like, stilt legs. He doesn't have any movement in. With his arms raised like he's in <laughs> he's a fucking ready to uh, fight. classic fisticuffs pose. Yeah, but his, his, his leg posture is all wrong. He's uh, too stiff. He get knocked out in yeah. a second with that posture, bro. Uh, yeah. Well, not knocked out, but knocked down. Knocked down, yeah. Uh, Toadsworth says, be careful, Mario. These trolls are much stronger than Goombas. With uh, then instead of them. So we still have some mistakes left, Andre. I'm sure you're happy to see. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Did you just beat your meat? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> more, mm. more mistakes. Yes. 
gonna make yeah, me yeah. coom. Also, for some reason, this this ah! uh, this line here is really reminiscent of the CDI Mario lines to me. It's like uh, you've seen you've yeah. seen the Hotel Mario, where it's like I made lots of spaghetti. It's like these trolls are much stronger than Goombas. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like that. This could slide right into uh, yeah. the Hotel Mario for this, uh, the Philips mm. CDI. I got you. I know what you mean. Uh, Mario sees what he thinks is a troll and engages his flame hands uh, as he says, Hey, stop right there, troll. And it's a pretty good perspective shot. Although it, yeah. it looks almost like rotoscoped. It looks like he's... With like the proportions. Because yeah. the proportions oh. are like realistic arm proportions and Mario doesn't... Or he hasn't had that up until now. No. And then it's revealed that it is Pori who has come. Yeah, but I do love the shot when he's engaging his flame yeah. hands because it looks like he's fucking telling it to the trees. <laughs> it does. To the trees yeah, we just, we just see a tree in front of him as he engages his realistically rotoscoped <laughs> yeah. flame hands. And he's like, stop right there. <laughs> Villainous scum. To the tree. Stop right there, tree. Don't you dare take root. <laughs> You've already taken root. <laughs> Burns it down. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's a new Grounds cartoon I would watch. Hell yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. I love... I saw, like, Oni Place when I play Newgrounds games, and I just fucking love the window into Newgrounds. Yeah, so... Like, the past. So Especially looking at, like, those like, old ones created in, like, 2001. And, like, the ones that created yes. right around, like, 9-11. <laughs> where they're like, fuck terrorists! <laughs> There's a game where you can shoot Osama Bin Laden. It's uh, so interesting. Yeah... Yeah, no, but I, I, because there's something about, like, there's just something about finding really old shit on Newgrounds. Yeah, it's, uh... uh that is so magical compared to, you know, the newer creations. Because now everything is kind of, you know, high, like, high quality. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of good nowadays. But not that yeah, good. <laughs> like, I, yeah, like, back then, the like, back when I was a kid, the best quality you could get on Newgrounds was usually, like, the porn games. <laughs> <laughs> True, yeah, because those are usually made by like a company or something. Everything, everything yeah. else in Newgrounds like was like meat and fuck. Yeah, everything else in Newgrounds was made by like individuals, <laughs> but the porn games there was yeah. actually a team working together to make the perfect uh, porn yeah. game. <laughs> exactly, you got fucking Sontan or Sonsama. Yeah, he's still going. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, the fucking uh, viral Anka thing a couple of was it a year ago. Oh yeah, was that him? That was him. Of her doing the sexy yeah. dance or whatever. Well, it's not a dance. Oh, hell, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I mean, it's, dance was a part of it, though, right? Um, no, the, the dance is the censored version of it. The 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 original oh. video is just Anka, like, fucking somebody to the rhythm of uh, Camel by Camel. And it it's okay. a great video. <laughs> 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 but, uh, well, you know, it's super well animated and the music is awesome and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I've cooled many times. <laughs> I mean, I fucking remember. I think the first exposure I had to Zone was the Teen Titans slated. Yeah, that, that was me too. Yeah. Man. That was a long time ago. Good times. Good times. Yeah, it was uh, high quality stuff. Newgrounds. Ain't everything by everyone. That was the thing, was it? Yep. Alright, so it's revealed that it is Pori who has come, yet another character we haven't seen in a long time. And uh, Pori Ooh. says, Long time no see. I have no hostile intentions. I'm actually here to help you. Yeah. So. Super mysterious. Super fucking 
Yeah, uh, like, I just farted. Like we said before, before Pori is one of the most mysterious characters. We have no idea whose side he's actually on, or if he's just on his own side, and his background as well. And what, what's his deal? Very mysterious. I mean, that's the thing. Pori is too uniquely designed to not be like a much bigger bad, or at least a such a equally big bad to troll king. Yeah, we learn a little like, bit about, about more uh, Pori's true nature later. In the more recent yeah. chapters, um, but yeah, he's still fairly mysterious within the comic, even currently, current day. All right, next page. So uh, we get a close oh, yeah. up on Mario on the same page pose from last page. But now he looks less rotoscoped, but now his arms are like <laughs> too long. He looks like uh, one of the long arms from One Piece, one of the long arm. Uh, oh clan. yeah, <laughs> fucking uh, Scratchman Apu. Yeah, like Scratchman Apu or. I mean, there's many, many. I fucking people. love his design. I love him. I, I just love Oda's art in general. He always makes strange-looking people yeah. who are somehow still badass. <laughs> I love, I love how in Oda, it's like whenever there's like a new character reveal, it's either the most goofiest motherfucker you've ever seen, or like the most <laughs> badass yeah. motherfucker you've ever seen. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no in between. There's, there's no like kind of goofy or kind of badass. It's uh, either super badass <laughs> or super goofy. Like, I remember when that, that yeah. fucking Kappa guy in the Wano arc was revealed. <laughs> it was like he was in Shadow for so many chapters. Like, oh shit, who will this guy come out? And he's the goofiest motherfucker. And then with, yeah. with King, he was like, oh, who will this guy be? He'll probably have a goofy face. And then he comes out and he's the coolest motherfucker. So. Yeah. Always one and the other. But it's always based. Hell yeah. Absolutely. So. We get a little flashback of uh, Mario's first meeting with Shadow and Pori. Yeah, so, so Mario says, You were that troll that was talking to Shadow. It was when me and him first met. Uh, Erm, actually, it should be him and I. So, uh, kind of yeah. <laughs> cringe. He says, What a damn fool, but Mario's the true fool for doing such an obvious grammatical mistake. Yeah. So, yeah, we get a flashback only... <laughs> okay, so... None of them are redrawn except for the first frame of Mario, who's now like a big like kawaii <laughs> Mario. He clearly redrew this Mario hair, and he says, "Which of one of you troll toad?" Uh, and then, like remember in chapter two, two, um, mm. Pori says, "He trolled your friend." Yeah, pointing to Shadow. What? Says Shadow, and then Mario threw the fireball at Shadow. But haven't we learned that Mario? actually knew who Shadow was before, so why would he believe Pori? Yeah, like, Mario's a fucking retard. <laughs> I guess that's the only explanation. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, he's a psychopath, straight up. That is true. He is a straight psycho. <laughs> um, Mario says, yes, you're a troll. I don't take help from trolls, so this is the end for you. Sorry. Well, not really. <laughs> Actually impressive here. There was a U apostrophe R E. Very impressive. Wow. And I and I wrote soon we won't need to talk about grammar, syntax, or spelling. It's a new world. Though there might be still be some semantics, winky face. Thank you, pass me for those notes. Laserbot, please start <laughs> sucking again. Right, start just fucking. for me. No, sucking. I mean, oh. I, I'm sure Laserbot fucks. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, he gets all of the tails gets pussy, or whatever. 
Yes. <laughs> TGP. He Tales gets, Tales gets pussy. TGP. <laughs> we got him. All right, so Pori <laughs> turns it back on Mario saying, have you seen me troll anyone so far? Uh, no. Have you trolled anyone in your lifetime, Mario? <laughs> cut to fucking a shocked-looking Mario. And, uh... Remembering that time he trolled. Yeah. <laughs> I love that troll is capitalized like it's like the eighth deadly sin or something. <laughs> Have you seen... Absolutely, the dude. Troll with big T. <laughs> okay, look. There is wrath, pride, sloth, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, and then... Trolling. Troll. <laughs> Yeah. And among all of the eight deadly sins, troll is by far the most powerful because it is everywhere. So true. Probably within the Tales Gets Trolled universe, that's probably true because God and the devil are like important characters. Uh, yeah. So uh, the, one of the deadly sins probably is trolling. And yeah, we basically get like a Vietnam flashback of Mario saying, You mad, bro? as he escaped the uh, wrath of the troll slayers. So, yeah. literally, uh, Mario trolling. Hypocrite Mario. Hypocrite Mario. Mario, though, like the biblical Peter, denies it, saying it doesn't matter if Pori is a troll yep. or not. He's a part of the trolls group, which means he would never take assistance from him. Motherfucker! You are a troll, Mario. You trolled. You do not get here. You do not get to here. You do not get to... You do not... Whatever. Bitches who throw stones must be stoned, or whatever they said in the Bible. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Exactly. <laughs> oh, view must be great from the glass house of his. Yeah, Mario, uh, a big hypocrite. Yeah. And uh, being being kind of cringe right now. Yeah, but poor just using fucking logic. If yeah. trolls were here, do you really think they would send me here to have a civil conversation with you? Yeah. If you haven't forgotten, you're not really on Troll King's good side. You would be dead by now if I were an actual troll. Fucking facts! Yeah, marketplace of ideas. Lucky for you. We're right here, and Mario has been destroyed within it. Yes. And um, Lucky for you, I'm not an actual troll, but a spy. I have been spying for the Defenders for some time now. The Defenders are a group of people devoted to protecting their families and children who can't protect themselves. Fucking based! <laughs> Fucking Cheeto Man! God tier character, greatest guy in the fucking sh show, in the fucking series. Now, so that, far, if that were true, that would be best. But I call cap because we've never once seen them do this. Uh, okay, so what do you know that I don't? <laughs> I don't know, right. but I, I, I just know I've never seen them protect any families or children. Well, who look, can't protect okay, themselves. okay. All the fucking defenders have uh, done is stay in their fucking manhole and like. <laughs> train tails and like be angry at each other and smoke weed alright so what uh, the defenders is a lie King Pac-Man is just like deceiving everyone <laughs> well King King Pac-Man he has a tragic backstory okay I, I love that clearly I'm onto something here <laughs> but you're still trying or, or are you just well okay because you know that I'm sussing this out so you're you're fitting me. You're making me think that I'm now wrong or dead right, and oh fuck. <laughs> or am I? It's the mind games. It's the mind games that bring me to Tales Gets Podcast. This entire podcast is just an excuse so I can play with your fucking brain and gaslight you five uh, times uh, more uh, than I did before. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I I really don't know because I, I I think I think right now you're bullshitting me. Uh, but also, I think you're actually telling the truth, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. 
and that's that's how I'd like to exist. I like to exist in this space where nobody knows if what I say is the truth or a lie. In a world of post-irony, where the ironic can be truth, and, but also not at all. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mario, he says he doesn't trust Pori either way, and rightfully so. <laughs> Pori just came out of nowhere and was like, no, bro, you can totally trust me. Uh, but, yeah, then, but then Pori retorts, saying he didn't expect to gain Mario's trust right away, and he's going to share some info he's learned to earn his trust, it seems. And uh, Mario is like, fine, just get it over with. And this is where Pori drops an absolute bombshell. Well, multiple. Number one, he reveals that Shadow and his species live a lot longer than humans, and that Shadow's actually double the age of Mario. And that yeah. Shadow was a former troll, which we know, but that was actually 20 to 30 years ago, before Mario's birth, inadvertently re revealing that Mario's in his, like, 20s or something. Um, yeah. Shadow's job within the troll organization was that of a troll recruiter, and Shadow was the one who recruited Kario, Mario's own father, to the trolls. So, Shadow has the original sin in Mario's terrible childhood. I mean, Mario wouldn't have a childhood if his parents didn't meet at the fucking troll whatever. Um, it's unclear if uh, Bleach was a troll that Kario met. Oh, after. Uh, that's true. That's absolutely true. Or um, if uh, yeah, they were already that. married and they got like brainwashed into the troll cult, basically. So. Yeah. So, uh, next page. Yep. So, Mario clearly in disbelief. Yeah, he hits the stages of grief, going into denial, calling Pori a liar. Yeah. Then he also goes into anger, screaming that there isn't proof, and if there isn't proof, you better shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, what are, what are the stages of grief? They're denial, denial, anger... Denial, bargaining... So, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Yes. Yeah, so he uh, yeah goes from denial to anger, so next should be bargaining, I suppose. Let's see if he's bargaining. Everything is no. Everything is ruined. Everything is being destroyed. Okay, no, it's totally fine. I lied. So Pori says that he's sorry. Sorry, turned Canadian there. Uh, and then Mario needed to know, <laughs> which did he really? I don't think he needed to know that. No, he didn't. And uh, these are mind games. Yeah, no. This makes me question: What is Pori's game here? Because Mario did not give a fuck about Shadow up until this point. Where it was only focused yeah. on killing the trolls, but now his. You want to know what else is a mind game? What? That makes no fucking sense. You just cracked open a beer. <laughs> That's not a mind game. But is it a beer? That's a mind game. That's not a mind game, Sleepy <laughs> Joe. I'm calling you out. <laughs> so now Mario's anger is being pointed towards Shadow instead through this revelation yeah. of Pori's. So it seems that Pori is like trying to get Mario and Shadow to like kill each other off. Maybe. Yeah. It's, uh, well, I mean, you're jumping ahead a little bit because Mario is still fully denying it. Uh, he goes back to anger again. Uh, but then. Well, he's bargaining. Uh, he's, I had a feeling you wouldn't believe me. No, no, this is literally bargaining because he's like. Yeah, it's bargaining. He's like, uh, give me proof. Yeah. I had a feeling you wouldn't believe me. That is why I attained a t t a i n e d. Um. Obtained? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this photo. Here, you may keep it. That should be more than enough proof for you, Mario. Take a look and see it for yourself. Oof. Yes, yeah. Laserbot, you're fucking on fire. 
my favorite laser bomb mistakes is where he mistakes one word for another. Yeah. This is one of those. He attained a photo instead of obtaining it. Like, attaining something is like attaining a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Not an object. My favorite, I've said before, is uh, there's no... <laughs> it is no quintessence <laughs> that we meet today <laughs> instead of uh, coincidence. Yeah. Like, quintessence is not a word yeah. anybody ever says, even though it technically is a word. <laughs> Pori gives Mario a picture as proof, featuring a seemingly drunk Kario holding a bottle and Shadow smirking while doing what I assume he intended to be like the rock and roll devil horns, but the thumb yep. is sticking out, uh, which actually means... So it's a Spider-Man. No, no, that actually means I love you in English Sign Language. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, so who is Shadow saying I love you to? Who does he love? Fan theories, come on. Let's uh, build know. them. They're also posed outside uh, what looks to be Kario. Probably Maria. <laughs> Maria. Maria. <laughs> yeah, they're posed outside what looks to be uh, Kario and Bleach's home, which we see yeah. the uh, Mario flashback in Chaper 7. Well, here's what I will say. Can you really blame Shadow for Kario just being a miserable alcoholic? Because he seems like he was an alcoholic before he became a troll. We have no way of knowing that. Uh, I'm just, you know, pushing the blame on alcoholism on the victim. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We'd love to see it. So yeah, Mario says, why do all this? What's the point of this? And then Pori tries to explain himself. He says, as a spy for the trolls for so many years, I'm able to see the whole <laughs> picutre. <laughs> you and your, tr your brother's <laughs> lives, brother capitalized for some reason, were ruined by the trolls, starting off from your horrible parents. All your efforts to cast revenge, cast revenge, has backfired. I thought it would be good for you to know how it all started. I believe you will win and defeat the trolls. I I, I call bullshit, man. I call freaking bullshit yeah. on Pori. Because yeah, if you man. wanted him to, if you wanted him to kill the trolls, you would have just done nothing. And then Mario yeah. would have gone to tr kill the trolls. Now Mario is just gonna go kill Shadow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Pori, what, what's, what's your fucking deal? I want to know. Uh, I'm thinking that Pori is pretty much on level with the Troll King, honestly. He might be. He might be triple agents. That's, you know, no, no, like, in a, on powers and everything. I think he's oh, I on the same level of power as Troll King. Except he doesn't have the words of death, which is probably his biggest disadvantage. But he doesn't seem interested in them either. And he has that, like, weird, like... Uh, cave where he has like experiments in it. So what's the deal with that? Yeah. I don't know. No, but that's really? because he's clearly confident enough that he can just lie to the troll king. Yeah. Um, which is like even Alex watches himself. Although I think Alex is pretty fucking pathetic, honestly. <laughs> well, Alex, Alex is scared of the troll king's power, but he just wants yeah. to learn the words of death so he can overtake, overthrow him. Yeah. Well, I mean. Pori does not seem scared of the Troll King, really. No, he doesn't. Um, so that's why I think Alex, the Pori is probably, like, he's out for himself. I I'm calling it now. Might be true. Or he has some sort of, like, grander scheme that he's a part of. Yeah. Maybe he's a, a secret neutral or something. I don't know. Oh, that would have been awesome. Oh, <laughs> Pori, he says, well, I've been gone for far too long. I must be on my way. Wish you luck and hope that Shadow doesn't ruin anything else. We will meet again, Mario. And then we get a damn you, Shadow, 
from Mario as we cut to a meanwhile where we cut to Troll King, we also haven't seen in a long time, not since chapter 10, I believe. So, uh, oh, if we remember, he's been searching for the words of death so he could teach them to the man in the ice once he awakens, because that's what he yeah. has got his scientists doing, trying to awaken the man in the ice, who, <laughs> for some reason, Troll King, even though it's like his best friend doesn't even know his name, just calls him the man in the ice. Very strange. And, uh, Alex uh, is... It could be like Voldemort, where he's so afraid of him he won't say his name. <laughs> What would Troll King be afraid of his old friend? Ah, well, maybe his old friend was like a real renegade. <laughs> Going to all the coolest parties? Being a freaking maverick? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, might be true. We don't really know anything about the men in the ice. Than yeah. Well, we saw him in the flashback killing a bunch of people. Um, and yeah, while, while uh, Troll King has been looking for the words of death... Alex has been trailing him because Alex wants to learn the words for himself and depose the Troll King and become the new leader of the Trolls. Uh, Troll King is seemingly camping using two tents for some reason, or he just found the two tents in the jungle and is using them. Uh, and uh, Troll King is just mm. talking to himself seemingly saying, Hmm, they hid the words of death really well. It's much more challenging to find them than I first expected. Hmm, we need to search more thoroughly. Cut to next page. Next page. So we see Alex is hiding behind a nearby boulder, very uh, fortuitous of this boulder. And in the thought bubble, he says that he's craving a smoke, but he can't smoke because that would give his position away. So uh, <laughs> tough times for Fucking Alex. Oh, I want to smoke. <laughs> Travis the bird asks Trolking why the sky is red, and Alex says, "Who cares? It's a nice change of scenery, and that blue is a pansy color <laughs> based." I love the color blue, and that's your fucking... Blue is the most there. overrated color. And no, also, blue, okay, before, well, I guess, before I guess World I War II, it was a girl's color, so take that. So? Get destroyed. I've, so, well, I've I emasculated guess... you, Andre. You can't win now. <laughs> no, you haven't, because I don't give a shit. Emasculation only works if I have anything to emasculate, and I don't. True. <laughs> Cell phone. Baby, we love to hear it. Yeah. And and also, I guess my favorite color isn't blue, it's cyan, uh, which is, uh... Yeah, well, it's just light blue. Yeah. Come on, at least pick turquoise, has some green in it. Green is way more base than blue. Or maybe my favorite color is purple, actually. Now, purple, that's a base color. I will accept purple as a good choice. It's either, it's either cyan or purple. Alright. You can't decide. Whenever I see cyan, I want to take cyanide. Because it's such well, an overused it. color. Do it, pussy. I will. Next time I see it, I'll, I'll take sign it. And yeah. happiness. Fucking, you fucking pussy. So Troll King drops some Guardian's lore on us, saying that the, oh, yeah. the red sky is likely due to a battle having to do with the Guardians, as they change the environment when they get into battle. The Guardians are apparently brainless animals, yet very powerful. And uh, I just like that we get this all this info <laughs> about the Guardians after the chapter is literally titled The Guardians Part 1 and 2, where we really yeah. didn't discuss the Guardians at all. <laughs> but now it's like, look, yeah, look. remember the Guardians? Laserbot is just based like that, okay? He's a <laughs> fucking mad lad. That's true. I mean, would you ever expect it, this chapter, to be the one that actually describes the Guardians? No, you wouldn't. That's so true. you're like, oh, no, holy fuck, it makes <laughs> sense now. Holy oh, shit. Oh, I saw your face, I pointed the screen, I go, oh, he explained it. Yeah, you just go like Leo from the fucking meme, you're like, oh, right there, 
Uh, I just go, um, yeah, I, I think Laserbot is secretly Ryan Johnson, because he loves uh, taking expectations and being like, no. Subversion. Subverting yeah. expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Star Wars Episode Eight, The best one. I know it's your favorite. Absolutely. I mean, what's not to love about fucking everything? Come on. Yeah. Captain Holdo. Ca- yeah. Admiral uh, Holdo is my favorite character. Admiral Holdo. Yeah. I mean, Poe's, you know, justified outburst and mutiny. Come on. <laughs> and emasculation. Hell yeah. It's so filled with entertaining stuff. Uh, so we see that uh, Bluebird is here for some reason. He's one of the trolls that was a part of the Underbite Troll apartment raid. And uh, he just pops out of nowhere. I guess the second uh, tent was for him. And uh, yeah. he asks if all the guardians change the scenery. And the Troll King... To a troll sleeping in the tents five feet apart because they're not gay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for the classic Vine reference. You know who made that Vine? No. Anthony Padilla from Smash. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I never knew that. I, yeah, me neither. Until he, like, fucking... Uh, what was it? Because there was this movie called Five Feet Apart or something like that, which he says directly ripped off his vine, all tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's like Colin or Dylan Sprouse playing opposite this girl, and they're both terminally ill, and they can't be within five feet because they're like killing each other with the, the sickness fuck? or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, this clearly ripped off my vine. <laughs> yeah. That's actually funny. All tongue-in-cheek, but... <laughs> I fucking love how the length he would go to to make it seem like it was serious. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Well, the Smosh guys being actually funny. I know. It fucking happens once in a blue moon. Yeah. Yeah, so Bluebird asks, oh, all Guardians change the scenery? Uh, Troking then says that if there are multiple Guardians in the same area, the strongest one's scenery-changing ability takes precedent, and he also says that he learned it from the guys who taught him the words of death. But they won't be any help now, as he seemingly betrayed them and used their words for personal gain. Yeah, we know we know from uh, like Laserbot Q and A's that the the people who uh, teach people the words death are uh, what called the tribe of words. It's a bunch of people who uh, yeah. have like a sacred ritual in order to get the the words, and that uh, you choose the word yourself. Nice. Yeah. So. <laughs> Troll King <laughs> picked the N-word and cunt and all the other words we're bound to see. And uh, if you're pure of heart, the words of death instead turn into the words of life. Yeah. So hopefully that happens in the future. That would be based. I mean, who would be pure of heart? I mean, Tails, Tails? maybe? But he's, also he's pure Tails... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he's he's at least heroic. Yeah. He's not uh, that morally gray. No. He's just a pussy, though. It's not that much of a pussy. Or, well, he did cry, but... He, he's, uh, yeah, you know, like, he's like uh, getting... Like a fucking... He's getting better. He cried like a faggot, okay? He cried like a little faggot. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, I'm I'm pure of heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. You're going straight to hell. So are you. Travis questions Troll King, asking if the words of death are going to be used so the man in the ice can help take down Shadow and his crew which uh, Troll King answers in the affirmative 
After which yep. uh, Travis asks if they can't couldn't just hunt down and kill Shadow now, which is a good point. Uh, Troll King. S- yeah, I mean, too, like, <laughs> yeah. This is so fucking stupid of Troll King. <laughs> he clearly knows that he can take Shadow out anytime he wants, yeah. but he just fucking doesn't because, for some goddamn fucking reason, he's just like, well, Troll King says Shadow would be able to escape. After which, Travis asks why the Troll King won't just use a word on death of him, like a surprise attack, and kill him then and there. And uh, Trokey responds saying, Listen, Travis, it's a much more complex situation than that. It's hard to explain. For one, there's a reason why I can only use the words of death in drastic situations. It isn't a flawless attack. It has backfires. I love using that as a noun. Uh, It has a cost for using it. And for Shadow, I have something special in mind for him. And when the time is right, he will die. It's First of all, it's not that much more complex. It's not complex to explain. You could just say that uh, when you use the words of death, you shorten your lifespan. That's all that happens. Yeah. <laughs> you could say that in literally one sentence. It's not that difficult. But then again, Troll King has lived for like, what, a thousand years? He lived since Viking Ages or something. The Middle Ages, yeah. Yeah, Middle Ages, just being a bridge troll. So I don't think shortening your lifespan is that much of an issue for him, especially if he's like a troll. Like a literal troll, because trolls in Nor... In, like, Nordic mythology, they were just immortal, I think. Yeah. Well, they could be killed by sunlight, but they, they won't die naturally. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, they won't die from old age or anything like that. So, yeah. really, it doesn't fucking matter if he... Of course, if he is just a troll, like, of Nordic mythology or whatever, which I think he is. He's a bridge troll, which uh, comes from the story of, you know, the three goats crossing the bridge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which means, yes, that is a... That's H.C. Anderson, I think. Yeah. So he's fucking immortal. So why the fuck do you care, Perhaps. idiot? <laughs> well, uh, maybe he's not actually immortal. Maybe his reckoning with, will come. He just doesn't know how old he can become, so he's, like, kind of trepidatious oh, yeah. about using the words. Yeah, maybe he's ex- waiting for the oldest goat to come back and fuck him up. <laughs> what if that is what happens? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're, like, fighting the Troll King, and then all of a sudden, like, a big, like, badass goat shows up, and it's like, I'm oh, back for revenge, <laughs> motherfucker. And Troll King's like, oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking goat is just ripped on Tren and shit. And he's just like... <laughs> Roided goat. And troll, yeah, yeah. And troll King's just like, oh, fuck. Wait, <laughs> let's talk about this. And the goat just rips him up. Yeah. From hole to hole. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> 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 Fucking goat uh, ex machina. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that would be best. But yeah, I, I wonder what his plan is for Shadow. He clearly has something in mind. Travis, <laughs> Travis then says, The words of death has its downsides. <laughs> so you're saying the words of death has its downsides? Which is uh, wrong. S- it's wrong, and syntactically, downsides, it's sort of a clausal statement implying there would be a but or something coming before it, but it stands as its own here. Yeah. Um, English teacher moment. It has uh, side effects and weaknesses? Well, I have no doubt that whatever you have planned for Shadow will end up to be glorious, sir. So, fucking ass kisser. Cut to the next page. Uh, Travis says, I do enjoy kissing your ass, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Homoerotica, the best part of Tales Gets Podcast. Hell yeah. So Travis questions why 
Troll King uses the word of death on Luigi as he was already cornered, and Troll King answers that he felt it was a time where he needed to establish his superiority, clearly means superiority, and dominance, mm-hmm. and show everybody who was boss. Uh, it's, yeah. clear, it's clear in one of those moments where Lazabot is trying to justify his letter, later retcons, um, yeah. where it's clear that Lazabot came up with the idea that there's a reason why Troll King doesn't just like spam the words of death uh, all the time after the fact. Yep. Um, but I don't think this retcon here was necessary, because I reread the chapter just to be sure, but Luigi wasn't really cornered. He had severed one of Troll King's arms, and he had a yeah. secret weapon in a star at the ready. He was about to use the star, which we've seen can yeah. like kill the Troll King. And Troll King had ca- called in reinforcements, but Luigi was still the one in control. So uh, using Absolutely. the word of power in that situation was totally justified, I think. And also, what well, because now it makes you know the trolls seem like a just a disorganized bunch of fucking hooligans. Yeah. That Troll King couldn't even rein in, which explains why they're out trolling and all that shit. Yeah. Uh, since Troll King just wants to be alone, it would make more sense for him to be like, hey, maybe don't go around trolling because I sort of fucking just got trolled and I literally went to war with a kingdom over it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yes. Um, so it just makes him look like a fucking moron in a way, in like a very big roundabout way that he knows he has no control over his trolls, yet he's still like wondering why the fuck people are killing trolls when they're just out bothering people like he was bothered. But he knows uh, what his nuclear response was. I think, uh, Troll King or Lazabot is sort of going for this like archetype of the the one in power, once they get the power, they become just as bad as the people they were bef- were in pow- power yeah, before. Absolutely. Uh, the you know, which has a historical uh, fact behind it as well. So, There's a historical precedent. Pre- yeah, historical precedent. So, um, yeah, I think that's what Lazerbot is going for, where he's sort of he hated trolling, but now he sort of allows it. Not only does it allow it, he funded his whole kingdom on it. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Well, b- what a fucking moron! Back in the day, it was just called being a dick. Trolling is a new concept yeah. that Trolking invented based on his own name. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's the same shit. It's yep. like uh, when uh, neo Nazis are like, "No, we're not Nazis," even though they're just Nazis. Yeah, they're absolutely Nazis. I mean, what's funny is that Hitler would probably disown most neo Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like, because most neo-Nazis are, first of all, fat, out of shape, just generally oh, the true. worst examples of the white race. They have no chin and shit. <laughs> Chinless. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking about that fucking panel from Preacher. It was like, why is it that all the greatest examples, no, all the great proponents of the white race always turns out to be the worst examples of you, of it? Yeah, like yeah. you. What are you talking about? Where's your fucking chin? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. So true. <laughs> yeah, I love Garth. Garth like, Dennis. Yeah. Cynical as he is. Yeah, I mean, the voice is a fucking travesty. I mean, it's just a but I love it. cynical attempt at trolling, <laughs> essentially. It, it, is, like, it is such a fucking edgy, for the sake of being edgy comic. Yeah, discussed this many times on the podcast before, however. Yeah. And I will keep fucking shitting on Garth Ennis. No, he wrote a bunch of great shit. Punisher Max and uh, Preacher are both great. Amazing. Uh, Punisher Max, I, I don't like. Uh, okay, 
I don't like what he did with Frank Castle because Frank Castle is basically like it was relieving that my family died because now I can finally be myself. It's just like, what the fuck is no? Well, it's the, he's sort of trying to dive into the psyche of Frank sure, Castle. Sure, but it, it's complete character assassination, I would say. I disagree, because it, it's, it's sort of a recontextualization of the character where, on the one hand, all he's doing is basically revenge for his family, but on the other hand, he's sort of uh, relieved that his family died because... Before his family died too, you know, he, he was in war and he saw the horrors of war and he, he sort of like got thrown into Vietnam and, and he almost kind of liked it. So he's like well, in two sure, minds. Well, sure, but, well, sure, but that is also, I think, it's other, just, it's just other trying to add authors. It's just trying to add some depth to his character. Yeah, and, and I like the depth he's adding, I just don't think he's executing well on it. Because he makes Frank Castle seem like he's genuinely just enjoying his new life. That's not true uh, at all. That's which, just, well, have you even read Punch Max? That's, that's not true at all. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. He does not enjoy it. No, but that's what it's... To me, it seems like it. It seems like he's actually like... I don't know. I just feel like other authors sort of took the idea and went with it better, better afterwards. I've never read Punch run better than his run on it. All right, fair enough. I'll read it again. It's <sighs> great. But obviously, you can have your own opinion on it, if you're so cringe. Can I? That you you don't listen to me, who has all the correct opinions. <laughs> you fucking. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. So Alex Alex also uses the nominalized backfires, and he wonders what sort of negative effects the words of death can have, and all, he also plots to kill Troll King in his sleep, as that's the only time he'll be vulnerable. Which makes sense, I suppose. I mean. If his skin is as tough as he says, does that just turn off when he sleeps? <laughs> like, Maybe. <laughs> he's, he seems like he's pretty much indestructible, aside from a few things like the sun, like the star and shit, and the fires that... Or I guess Luigi did tear off his arm with a hammer. Yeah. I guess yeah. maybe it's like a um, crocodile from uh, One Piece thing, where he... He's not that good of a uh, devil fruit user initially, where he basically has to, like, activate his ability of turning into sand, and he's just, like, trained his reflexes into uh, uh, automatically turning into sand when he gets shot at at once, but you could take him by surprise and, uh, uh, you know, punch him without him turning into sand automatically, but people like, uh, like, Akainu they will just, like, turn into lava, regardless if they're paying attention or not. True, true, Cause, true. Because they, they've, you know, a higher, higher level of Devil Fruit user. Yeah. So maybe it's thinking like yeah, that, where he, he uh, Trolking has to be aware to sort of activate his, like, unpenetrable skin. So when he got taken unaware yeah, by so. Luigi, that's how he was able to cut off his arm. Yeah, you know, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's like a combat mode, I- I- in a way. Yeah, or just, like, being aware of your surroundings. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. So good analysis. Yeah, y- you had a good analysis this time. Holy fuck! <laughs> I always have good analysis. Yeah, I'm just like usually I'm the guy with the theory. That's the thing. That's true. Now, so Bluebird. Yeah, Blue Bluebird interjects. He, he says, yeah. "Wait, there's something I don't get." Why are you so obsessed with Shadow anyways? I mean, he killed some non-important troll. So, the fuck what? They're just baddies. Baddies again. 
uh, if they died like that anyways. It's not like he tore off your arm like Luigi lol. Shadow hasn't done anything to you. He's just a fucking noob. <laughs> After I which, mean, it, it's it makes, true though. It makes, yeah, he's, he's basically just spitting facts with his uh, Hitler hairdo. Yeah, but I guess he just destroyed Troll King with facts and logic because Troll King was like, he, he couldn't <laughs> find a way to verbally resolve this, so he just yeah. resorts to straight up grabbing him by the neck and popping his head off. <laughs> yes, he squeezes his head Fucking so based. hard that first his eyes like start <laughs> popping out, and then he squeezes his entire neck off. Yeah. And then uh, Bluebird dies like, horribly. And the fucking, <laughs> fucking based violence first answers <laughs> later. Yes. But First resort violence, yes please, baby. The the uh, old Kratos way of doing things. Oh yeah. Or young Kratos, I suppose. Yeah, uh, young Kratos. Yeah, no, old Kratos uh, is finally deep and meaningful, unlike the old <laughs> young Kratos. <laughs> yes, I will write an article about this right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, God of War was always deep. God of War um, was always deep, you cowards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck you. God of War was always great, and every single game in that series has been great. Yeah. Like, I'll just say this. If you just think of God of War as a Greek tragedy in a video game, you can understand how it is much more thought-provoking than it at it first seems. Yeah. It is a Greek tragedy, literally. Yeah, it is. And then it turns into a Norse, uh, Norse tragedy. Yeah. Well, Norse aren't really tragedies. They're more like, uh, I guess, philosophical lessons, or... Moral lessons, yeah. Yeah, there's more hope at the end of a Norse story. Uh, I mean, not Ragnarok. Well, not Ragnarok, but, like, I mean, the general stories. It's not like the Greek where it's always gonna turn out shit. Suppose. Yeah, they, there's a couple of sad stories, but usually they're more jovial. Yeah. It, it's like fucking the story of Thor when he's finding Jotunheim and he just has like, what is it? He he literally wrestles time slash old age. <laughs> yes. He then tries to lift the Midgar serpent and then he drinks the oceans yeah. almost bone dry. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's his best. Yeah, there is a fucking underlying comedic element in that entire story that I think the Vikings were fully aware of was funny. Well... I, I think the Vikings were just like, yo, our gods are based. This is the shit they're up to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yo, they just like heard about the Greek gods and then they were like, well, our gods fucking drank the ocean dry, bitch. <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> In Nor three gulps. The Norse gods are actually a kind of adaptation of the Greek gods. You can track down how the, the oh. Greek gods sort of influenced that eventually became the Norse gods. It's just like... Oh, damn. Uh, Greek gods to fit like the the Viking lifestyle. That's why they changed to be more, you know, how how they the Norse gods are. Nice. But yeah, they are uh, direct yeah. influenced by the Greek gods. Oh, dude, I I remember you know the mythology guy. He's on YouTube. He did, did like you know every inaccuracy in the Hercules movie, every inaccuracy inaccuracy <laughs> in God of War games and shit. No, I haven't seen that. Okay, well it, it's like he he's like a mythology expert uh, or I think a professor actually. Yeah. And it's all tongue-in-cheek. Like, it's not like he's seriously fucking frothing at the mouth over this. He's just... He's angry. Yeah, no, no, no. He's just, like, taking a piss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he takes the piss so much out of all religion. Yeah. Um, and especially... And including the pagans. But I love that the most hate comments he got are from paganists. Like, you know, as a proud pagan, I am very insulted how you treated my gods. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is strange. And he just read 
and he just read like a fucking comment who was requesting that he make more fun of Christians. Yeah. And he was just like, dude, I make more fun of Christians than anybody else. All right. I rarely, if ever, mock pagans. I just think the stories are hilarious on some occasions. <laughs> and it's just like, it fucking blows my mind that someone can seriously be a pagan taking just lighthearted jokes that seriously. I guess the fucking like, the wic Wicca witches are <laughs> dead serious about their fucking burying uh, totem rituals and shit. Well, Wicca, Wicca witches are also fucking batshit insane. <laughs> Usually, But yes. I bet it's great pussy. Um, I mean, it seems that way. I mean, the heart to crazy ratio and all of that. <laughs> yeah, and they, you know the, they probably have, like, some sex rituals and shit. They're kinky as fuck. Yeah, hell yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, this page basically ends by Alex thinking, No hard feelings, but I'ma kill you, Troll King, and take control of the Troll Empire, and my plan to kill Shadow and the gang is a lot more effective than your plan. It would be so great if Alex shows up to kill Shadow, and Shadow just shoots him in the fucking head <laughs> immediately. <laughs> just uh, like, be great. bang! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, I'm not gonna spoil. Alex just recently showed up again in the most recent pages, and, uh, and it was awesome. Uh, 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 uh. Alright, next page. Yeah. So, uh, Troll King then engages in some small talk with Travis. <laughs> He's just like, so, uh, Travis, how's your observing serving you so far? And, uh, Travis. Well, I definitely find that all interesting, sir. I also <laughs> like how you kill a blue guy. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine that Travis speaks in a transatlantic accent. <laughs> well, I definitely find it interesting. All interesting, oh, well, sir. sir. I also like how you kill that blue guy. That blue guy definitely uh, you can hear it, right? Like my ex-wife. Uh, yeah, I can yeah. see it. <laughs> yeah. From old Hollywood. So what's what what accent is Trolking speaking? Uh, Texan. Norse. <laughs> Texan. <laughs> no. So Travis, as your observance serving you so far. I can't do Texan accents. No, I just I, I just see uh, Troll King as like the uh, stereotypical, you know, troll voice. We're like, oh, I'm a troll. I'm I'm very beast. Maybe maybe it rolls as ours. I picture a Scandinavian accent. Wow. So Travis, how's your observing serving you so far? How's your freaking observing serving you so freaking far? Yes. I freaking love trolling because I'm from Scandinavia. I'm from Norway. I'm a Norwegian bridge troll. And I love going to Sweden and fucking all those bitches. Because I'm a Norwegian. Uh, dude, I have white I skin fucking... and blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. Dude, I fucking played Among Us. Uh, <laughs> Among Us, yeah. Yeah. And I was in a crew uh, in a lobby with pretty much only. Scandinavians. Oof, cringe. And we had one. No, but we had <laughs> a couple of English people jump into the fucking voice chat. Yeah. And all of us just started bullying him so hard because. <laughs> <laughs> like they deserve. <laughs> yeah, no, but I started. I was like, dude, my ancestors fucked up your ancestors. I'm pretty sure my great 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 grandfather probably stole away with your something something great aunt. <laughs> Yeah, you you, you fucking would... you fucking call shit windows and doors because of us losers. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, window comes from uh, the Norse. Like pretty much, nice. pretty much all words that have to do with like daily life come from Norse. Norse uh, language. Awesome. So window and door and husband yeah. and uh, wife and uh, nice. and, uh, meat, I believe too. And beef. Oh, oh no, not awesome. beef. Beef is French. Uh, yeah. no. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was so funny because I remember I said I called him a bridge troll looking motherfucker at some point. <laughs> they called you that? No, I called them that. <laughs> well, why? <laughs> <laughs> They're English. Uh, no, because we. You should yeah, call I guess them like, English, uh, and I was like King Charles sausage hand looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, because this was just about how you know Vikings fucked up the gene pool by taking all the hot bitches. Oh, that is true. I also called them <laughs> goblins. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, those, those fucking Saxon goblins, get out of here! Hell yeah! Should have had some Scot Scottish people, because people from Glasgow c uh, considered themselves so Norse that they called themselves Glaswegians. Yeah, no, uh, but I'm it's very funny because, well, because it's very funny because when like the Vikings were fucking around in England, so were the Scots, because yeah. uh, the Scottish did not get along with the English then, so they actually got along great with the Vikings. Yeah, usually. I, I mean, like uh, Glaswegians look extremely Norse. Yeah, uh, so I think like like Scotland is kind of honorary Nordic country. <laughs> well, Scott, I mean. Norwegians, Swedes, and Danish people are part Celts, and that's what the Scottish people are Celtic. Yeah. So, we, we share a common ancestry. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Trev says how he how he likes how uh, Troll King killed the blue guy, Bluebert, and then Troll, <laughs> Troll King responds good, with a grin. And then we get a meanwhile yeah. comma, back to Tails. Woo! So, Tails... And this is all still meanwhile. Yeah, yeah. Everything is holy fuck. Or uh, we could assume so, it's a meanwhile. There's no reason for yeah, it to not well, be. Well, I mean, like, it's not like there's any time discrepancy, is what I mean. Yeah, it's not like it's dark now. Yeah, Tails just is being rude to Spyro for no fucking reason. <laughs> he just goes, Where did Cheeto Man run off to? And why did he leave me with you, Spyro? Well, like you rude. know, uh, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> Spyro says that Cheeto Man. And Spyro are Tails' bodyguards now, on Pac-Man's orders, likely due to the Ronald McDonald incident. And that uh, Cheetah Man is doing a drug deal in the back room. <laughs> 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 Tails says, with a creepy expression on his face, says he's done waiting and he wants to go sit in on the drug deal. <laughs> and says not to worry as he will keep his cool. And then he says he will, will be, be fly, fly like, like a, a butterfly. butterfly. Misquoting uh, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, it. no, um... Float oof, like a oof, butterfly, oof, oof. sting like a bee. You're not... F if if you say that, you only fly like a butterfly, you are the exact opposite of fly. <laughs> you are a white guy. Absolutely. You're you're literally fucking offspring. You're uh, yes. fucking pretty fly for a Cringe white guy. all the way. <laughs> Give it to me, baby! <laughs> <laughs> God, that's fucking so annoying. <laughs> I probably given yeah. out about it before. Just oh, dude, I remember you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I sent you snap and you heard it in the background and you what? sent me like a fucking. You were listening yeah, to it. Uh, this, no, the song was just on. Um, oh. <laughs> I don't remember where it was. Uh, but you sent me like a two-minute tirade about <laughs> Offspring, and it was glorious. <laughs> I just remember that fucking song. That one and the fucking song that starts like la 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 la. Well, that's also Offspring, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I remember those two songs from the fucking radio all the fucking time. Those the only two songs I I felt was playing on the radio when I was a child, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is the most annoying fucking band ever created. 
Really? Even more annoying than Kiss? Yeah, because they like Kiss's songs. <laughs> Fair enough. And, uh, you know, they're way better at marketing themselves, the offspring. I'm sure the fucking singer of offspring is dead in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I felt... <laughs> Well, let's let's look it up real quick because I don't know. <laughs> Singer Fosbane. <laughs> Remember their logo? Yeah. It was like a flaming skull. Oh yeah, that's right. It's the most uh, generic logo. Oh my god, half the members are dead. <laughs> really? Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. They only have one original member left. <laughs> is that the singer? That's Dexter Holland. <laughs> yeah, that's the singer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Lead vocals, lead guitar, not rhythm guitar. Twenty seven. Uh, Twenty seventeen. He attained a PhD in molecular biology. Holy fuck! Wow. He was a valedictorian. God, yeah, I'm not surprised. This guy is the most like fucking Californian, uh, you know, rich white kid ever. Who was like, "Mom, give me a uh, record contract." It's like, okay, uh, we're okay. super rich. We're gonna give you one of those. Yeah, sure. Yeah. His, well, uh, still, I mean, his musical influences are uh, Aerosmith, The Beatles, what, Sex Pistols, okay, The Ramones, Kiss, <laughs> Bob Marley, oh yeah, I suppose, The Queen and The Rolling Stones. If you're even a percentage as good as any of these, we would not have to have this conversation right now. No, okay, and let's move on because you know who Tails finds when he's checking on a drug deal? Fucking Knuckles! Yes, because the weed deal is between Cheeto Man and Knuckles, as we've uh, established. Knuckle or Cheeto Man is Knuckles' dealer. Uh, we cut to a scene of Cheeto Man explaining that his second highest quality weed is <laughs> Banana Kush, which is $35 per dime. Yeah, um, oh, let's see. So, price? Weed expert, Andre. Uh, let's see here. Um, a dime bag, I think, is... Probably like 10 grams. Like right? Usually, no, uh, 35 for 10 grams, that is a lot. Well, dime means 10. That's why it's a 10 grams. Uh, well, that, that is, is fucking cheap as hell. Dime bag. No, a dime bag is half a gram of marijuana and costs about $10 usually. Uh, yeah, that's about reasonable. So $35 for a dime, half a gram, that is... So you're saying, Andre, uh, 35 is a high, high price. So this is good oh, shit. Yeah, that, that, this is good shit. That is a lot. That is good shit. And also, you can kind of tell how good something is just by its name because like the best weed has the dumbest fucking names like <laughs> strawberry cheesecake oh. or fucking lemon pie meringue and do they taste like these things or um when i was in castiania i don't remember what it was called but it was called something orange something 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 it smelled like oranges a little bit but it didn't taste like it uh, by the way castiania is like a weed district in denmark in copenhagen Yes. Uh, that's like I think it's a micronation, if I remember correctly, or like it is not a micronation, but it's like almost has its own fucking set of rules and shit. Like cops don't do any drug busts in there, despite the fact that they could make a payday from doing so. Christiania was also the original name of Oslo. Yes, I knew that. Yeah, which is the capital of Norway. Don't say you don't learn fucking geography here on Telsky's broadcast. Yeah, and before Oslo was the capital, it was Bergen. True. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so we get the glorious return of Knuckle, or the glorious reunion of Knuckles and Tails. Knuckles says he's happy to see Tails, saying he looks <laughs> even more pimp than he remembers him. Hell yeah. 
So ever since chapter one or two, these people have not seen each other, but now they're back together, and it's been yeah, no, it's been a long fucking time. It's been like three days or something. <laughs> what, what? No, really? Yeah, like the entirety of Tess gets trolled has only taken place over less than a week, I believe. Oh my god, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah. But it feels so long because so so much has happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no wonder fucking people are traumatized and shit. <laughs> yeah. if all of that, all of that over three days. Holy fuck. Yeah. So Cheetah Man says like, he's been uh, Knuckles weed dealer for years, retconning the Road Runner flashback scene we saw just a few chapters ago, mm. where they pretended, or I guess they pretended they just didn't know each other. Maybe. Um, Maybe the cops get wise and shit. He also said in a callback says that he sells Knuckles his smart weed. So this is where he went when he went to get his smart weed, uh, so he could come up with a better plan. And uh, that uh, Knuckles and Cheetah Man, they're pretty good friends. And he and he says, <laughs> "Oh, did you know that Knuckles once smoked out of a bong made of a, out of a disco ball? It was so rad. This motherfucker knows how to smoke his weed, yo." All right. <laughs> well, I, lo- I love that Cheetah Man is kind of just turning into a like fucking urban drug dealer. Like <laughs> he always was, he was always uh, speaking uh, ebonic. Okay, sure. But what I love more is Knuckles asking. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about this. I've already read the chapter, but I forgot about this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, does tail smoke, and all capital letters, green in green with a fucking marijuana leaf next to it. Weed. <laughs> <laughs> and the text is also like three times the size of the rest of it. It's just like massive. Text, <laughs> yeah. Like weed. <laughs> like, uh, hey, the tail smoke, and I need to stress this. <laughs> weed. <laughs> yeah. And I also love that uh, final frame, <laughs> ending off the page on a strong note. Oh yeah. Let's see. So next page. So, Next page, and Cheetah Man yeah, is just fucking like, Cheeto yeah, Man. motherfucker, I hotbox this bitch, and he's gonna natural, comes to town, we will smoke some choices, and someone is fucking pipe, Spyro, if you to hog this weed, I will kick you in the ball, son. <laughs> yeah. So Cheetah Man <laughs> says in a hilarious line that he hotbox tails, and he's been <laughs> natural ever since, and natural at smoking weed, uh, like it's a talent or something. I mean, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh... Yeah, they say, he says they're going to smoke joints and some of this fucking pipe. Is that weed lingo, or they're straight going to smoke, like, pipes like English gentlemen? Like, oh yes. There's a pipe. Uh, no, you can smoke weed out of pipes, actually. Um, although there are several sure types can. of it. you got, like, glass pipes. Uh, yeah, it's actually a very common method to some use. Like a classic, uh, like, English uh, gentleman with a mustache and top hat type pipe? Uh, that is actually a way to smoke weed, yeah. I mean, you can smoke anything out of that, because you just put the shit in there and burn it, but... Yeah. People do uh, that. But I've considered, getting, I've considered getting a pipe like that for weed. Just because <laughs> it sounds fun. I mean, pipes look very fancy. Yeah. I'm not going to deny and, and, that. And let's be fair. Like, if I, if I smoke a pipe on the street and the cops pull me over, they're not going to go, all right, you got some weed in there. No, they're going to be like, ooh, fancy pipe. No, they're going to be like, dirty hipster and spit on you. Or that. And I would <laughs> enjoy it very much. Like the filthy pervert I am. Yeah, so uh, Spyro responds to Cheetah Man saying... <laughs> That if he hogs the weed, he's gonna kick him in the ball, son. <laughs> he responds Please, saying, "I am too also A W E S O E to be intimidated." I N T E M I D A T E D. By such Ooh. words. Yeah. And uh, and anyways, 
that was a one-time deal, Ait. I do love the use of Ait. That, that <laughs> is fucking... Mm. Yeah. Just because it's part of my normal vocabulary, really. It's true, you do say Ait. Although I, I write... Yeah, I, I say it with an A. Ait. Yes, that is the more common way of writing it. Yeah, mm. another another double O in two. Wow, crazy. <gasps> what the fuck? Uh, Laserbot, you need to... We need more also and intimidate it <laughs> so you don't just become yeah, he, a, he, a he, good he writer. Fixed, he fixed one thing, but then the rest of the <laughs> bubble has like a billion mistakes in it. It uh, balances it out. Uh, Tails is like, you know Spyro 2 Knuckles? And Knuckles is like, yeah, he, sm he smokes with us a, a few times. Last time wasn't so great, but generally it's a good time. He also says that he, he's so glass- Tails joined the weed side. You don't know how long I've waited for you to be part of the weed community. <laughs> there is no fucking weed community. <laughs> it's like saying, ah, oh, finally you're part of the alcohol community. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love the idea that the weed community is just like the LGBTQ, where you get a flag with a, with a fucking marijuana bud. Yeah, it's like uh, a and sexual it's just like people having parades. Yeah, it's like people... Going around in parades, smoking joints, and they're just like, "It's okay, I'm part of the weed community." <laughs> it's a part of our culture in the weed community. Yeah, and the cops can't do anything about it because of religious or discriminatory reasons, and they're just like, "Well, all right, I guess so." Yeah, they should do that actually. Yeah, make weed great again. So uh, everybody gets one joint each, in addition to smoking from the communal bong. Knuckles says they need to clam bake the room, which. Uh, I believe is a word for hotboxing. I had uh, to look it yeah. up. But are you familiar with clam bake? I've heard it before, but then again, it's also... I do believe it's hotboxing, because when you bake clams, you essentially just steam them inside oh. their own shell. Um, so I think... like If I remember correctly, like the way you cook clams is essentially that they just get cooked inside their own shell. <laughs> which horrible. is kind of the same... <laughs> Well, I mean, it is, but I also don't think they're alive when you do it, right? I don't know. I don't know anything about cooking clams. I just eat that shit in clam chowder when I go to Boston. I mean, either. I don't like clams. They're all right. Uh, oh, yeah. They have pretty good clams in Hiroshima. Yeah, I just don't like the consistency, because I've had clams that are very rubbery. Well, they, 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 they in Japan, they fry clams. Oh, that could... Maybe and that's it's, better. It's quite good, but... Yeah, because... Uh, you know, fried chicken shit is better, obviously, but... Not bad. Yeah, yeah. I have a clam once in a while. I mean, like, fish is the vegetable of the meat world. <laughs> what like, the just... fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> the actual you fuck does that like... mean? You schizophrenic? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you going in front... You, you like, kicking down the door to a university classroom, and you're like, wait, wait, listen, listen! And everybody's like, what? <laughs> Fish is the vegetable of the meat world. And then and then in your mind you imagine everybody like looking at you and like doing a slow clap like standing ovation. You're like, yes, yes. Then re in reality, security is kicking you out. Oh. <laughs> 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 that's one that's one for the Andre quotes. <laughs> I'm owning that <laughs> I don't have anything 
just saying it will just make it immediately worse. But <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, okay, when you order a dish, you don't order it for the vegetables. Right? And it's Unless like, you're like, ordering a, a vegan you, dish. Sure, but fuck vegans, okay? Hey. They, they are not, they are not people, alright? I'm, I'm drinking a vegan protein. But are you a vegan? No. But I'm right, drinking a vegan protein. <laughs> well, stop it! No, but it's right got, now. It's got lots of fibers, and uh, it's very low in calories. And, no, and stop high, it. And high in protein. Mm. Okay, anyway, um... Yeah, you, so you gonna expand on your thought, or uh, <laughs> just gonna drop it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I just let it be a mystery what I meant with it. <laughs> All right, the great, the great uh, fish vegetable mystery. Uh, <laughs> no, what I mean is that, like, there are vegetable like y meat is just better than vegetables, and fish are like. They barely qualify to be meat in the same range but, as like. But fish can be better than meat. Beef. I'm sorry. Is there a five wagyu fish? I don't think so, bitch. Uh, I mean no, but there there is. I've had, uh, especially when going to like Thailand, the the fucking fish dishes in Thailand are fucking godly, and uh, they're better than most steaks yeah, I've ever sure. had in my life. Oh, you sure? Fuck off. It's, it's true. Not, okay, here's the thing. Yeah, but that is not because the fish itself is that good. It's because you have to over-prepare it to make it taste good. <laughs> over-prepare it. Yeah. Also known as preparing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because you're a fucking Shut stupid up, Norwegian who was like, Ugh, all we need is salt and pepper. No, I'm not! Okay, <laughs> I fucking... I drizzle lemon on that shit. I have fucking garlic. I have fucking sometimes I deep add some fry fucking it spice, and you idiot. Add some fucking cumin. Add some fucking chili. Add some fucking fuck. I do all of that. But let me tell you something. I can add all of that shit to chicken and it tastes better, bitch. That's just cause you don't know the Thai ways of making that good fucking trout. Fuck you! You don't know the Thai trout! Eat a dick! I'm gonna slap you in the face with my Thai trout. <laughs> I'm gonna slap you in the face with my beef! Fucking five kilos of tenderloin! Right in your bitch horse slut mouth! I was not impressed. A5 wag you bitch! <laughs> alright, alright. We know you're a beef pervert. Alright, look, I would shove A5 wag you up my ass. <laughs> okay. Alright, so anyway, Gina Marco <laughs> Don't know, don't know why you admitted that, but you realize this is going out to hundreds of people. Yeah, I don't give a you shit. You realize I've been live streaming this, and this is playing in front of Congress right now. So what? Hey, Congress, give me some A5 Wagyu. All right, I'll make my special little butt truffle. <laughs> butt truffle. Butt truffle. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Doug then comes in saying he wants to join, even though apparently it was a bitch and overdramatic last time. <laughs> Which was, I wonder what happened last time, because both Spyro and Doug apparently did bad shit. <laughs> though it's unclear if it's yeah. the same incident or uh, it was uh, separate incidents. Yeah. Knuckle says, hmm, I don't know, you got really fucking <clears throat> weird uh, on us last time. But <laughs> Doug pleads on his knees. Uh, saying, please, I'm begging you guys, I won't do it again, I promise. I've been having a really hard time because my rope shrunk, and I had to ask Pac-Man if I could get another, and he said, only if I stopped eating all of the food. I mean, come on, I get hungry, man. 
Uh, cut to a Well, maybe you should just stop eating, you fat fuck. <laughs> Says you. Boom! Andre destroyed yet again. I mean, you know I'm very insecure about my weight. You know that this, is, uh, this has been a source of a lot of late night terrors where I dream that you abandon me because I'm fat <laughs> and disgusting and unlovable and because I'm no, also no, no, no. a Th- serial that was, killer. That was true. <clears throat> Those were all th- true things that happened. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. right. This is... We are, we are we are purely work friends now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this is only a, not even friends. Yeah. This is uh, only a relationship to continue our great enterprise that is Telskis podcast. Yeah. 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 Of course. Because uh, how many multi-million dollars deals have we closed now on back the Telskis podcast? About like three and a half. We're working on another one. Yeah. When am I gonna see that money? Uh. Well, according to our contract, uh, you know, um, I don't necessarily have to give you the money. But I'll I'll send you some dollars. Yeah, you're saying you said you know I I get royalties here. Yeah, you, you'll well get the royalties. The that, um, you know, I mean it's it's bad enough that you made me sign off on a lease that maybe no longer qualifies a person, but instead as a corporate um, asset. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that was already very bad, uh, and now you're telling me that I'm not even gonna get paid. How the fuck am well, I gonna pay for my? The the royalty check is in the mail. I think I think you got like um, like twenty bucks or something. So. That'll probably hold you over, I think. Yeah. Um, rent is nine hundred and fifty bucks. Well, you know, sometimes even people in like million dollar enterprises. You own my uh, apartment now. How the fuck did you? I mean. Well, you know, I'm I'm doing some real estate on the sides, but don't worry about that. Yeah, you better uh, pay up because I'm sort of uh, allied with the officer right now, so I have sort of initiated the. uh, a sort of deal where whenever somebody doesn't pay the rent, like two Yakuza guys show up and break the people's legs. So You, you mean Yakuza or Jacuzzi? Because either way I'm in hot water. Yep. <laughs> that, was a, that was a great joke to cap the bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a fucking horrible joke. <laughs> so we cut to a kind of uh, an iconic frame of Knuckles here. I've seen this around as a reaction image, anyway, where Knuckles looks very unimpressed and unenthused, and with text above him, without like a uh, speech bubble or anything, just says, "Seriously." It is a good one. And, che- and Cheetah Man is the guy who's just like, "All right, let him join. We got plenty of weed, and he isn't that bad, yo." Yeah, cut to a very happy Doug. And Knuckles does, yeah. like, a weird pose where he, like, turns his shoulders to the side and then points the opposite direction. It's a very, like, Jojo-esque pose he does. Yes. Uh, and he says, all right, come it on in. It is very... It is a Jotaro pose. He does that. <laughs> no, he, he points forward while leaning backwards. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, is it Polnareff? I feel like someone does that pose. Joseph, maybe. Could it's be. A similar thing, anyway. It also, it also reminds me a little bit of the I'm gonna have sexual thoughts about that. <laughs> I don't know that one. Oh, it's like a meme that people fucking post that like thirst trap posts. Oh, okay. It's like a guy with a hat and a mustache, shirtless, pointing. Hell yeah. Although they correct with the cr- they they point with the correct hand. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. But straightforward. What Nux is doing is turning his <laughs> body opposite of the direction he's yeah, pointing. Yeah, no, I thought that was I thought that was what is, what was happening in the. No, no. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I guess I misremembered. Anyway. He says, uh, all right, come on in. Shut, shut the door on the way in. Because uh, they're going to hotbox. Next page. 
So uh, here we get an in um, in the other room. Ronald and Kermit are talking. Full stop. Frame. And uh, here we get a follow through on the level one intellect bond <laughs> that they talked about in the last chapter. Yeah. Uh, Kermit says, "Ronald, I have in informed Pac-Man that of all that has taken place, he has agreed that the intellect bond on level one is necessary for us to find a solution to this snapping issue of yours." And, of course, how we'll make sure that you don't lose control again. We can't have that event replay itself. Whenever you're ready, we will begin. And uh, Ronald says, please start right away. He was ready right away, bitch! Yes. So uh, Kermit then says, channel upon the mental stream <laughs> and remain still. <laughs> this is a strange uh, sentence, but I suppose it makes sense to them. relax and clear your mind as usual, if you will. I don't know why I keep trying this fucking Kermit voice, it's not going well. I don't think... I don't know why either of us keep trying. <laughs> yeah, really. it's um... Although, it is kind of funny that we keep trying. <laughs> yeah. Our it's like, you Kermit. want to know the definition of madness is trying the same thing over and over and expecting a different result every time. That guy, by the way, is played by uh, Nacho in uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, wait, really? Yeah. He was Vaz in Far oh, Cry damn. 3. It's the same guy. Oh, Ignacio. I love Nacho, nice. by the way, in uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, Nacho's great. I love him. He's great. He's a great character arc throughout the show. Well, I haven't. I've just watched the episode where Mike gets uh, Tuco arrested. So. Is that season two? Season two, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I haven't gotten further than that. Great show. As as they meditate or channel upon the mental stream, a purple fire surrounded by two circles appears between them. <laughs> uh, the other circle, uh, the outer circle, seemingly starts to vibrate, maybe indicating that it's the the mental waves. Yeah, it's like the heart monitor readout after brains. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it seems to indicate that the intellect bond was success as two purple strings come out of the fire and hit Kermit and Ronald in the in their respective foreheads. Kermit then says to focus and not let his thoughts drift into daydreams, and we get a black frame where it just says, Now, let's go back to where you first met Tails. Implied to be Kermit speaking from inside Ronald's mind, I believe. Yeah. So we see that while Tails was learning with Vivian, Ronald was using his illusion magic to stay hidden within the walls and spy on him. Yeah, and he, he's fucking... Yeah, already he's acting like kind of insane. He's saying, look at that weak little fuck trying his hardest to get stronger. It's so adorable. Poor little teddy bear. I won't let you t take my spot in the Defenders. The so-called prodigy thinks he can be a hero without the hard work and proper training. Ha 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 ha. I will show him yeah. the difference, yes. I will see for myself if he's actually worthy of my time. Now read that in a Mark Hamill Joker voice. <laughs> Look at this weak little fuck trying his hardest to get stronger. Nope. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely I'm not, not. I'm not a voice actor. What can I say? Yeah, me neither. Uh, it seems that Ronald, from the beginning, was je jealous of uh, Tails' prodigy yeah. nature and was worried about his spot in the Defenders for some reason. Like, if uh, I mean, he was going to get replaced. Yeah, that's understandable, really. How is it understandable? If somebody were to go, like, be excommunicated from the Defenders, it would be like Doug or Skeeter, who <laughs> contribute nothing and are, like, weaker than Tails when he first showed up in the Defenders. Well, but I think Ronald has already been shown to be unstable. 
so I guess well, we that's do, we, probably what worried him is that he knows that he's unstable and he knows that oh fuck I'm more I'm probably on a chopping block with dog and skater because I'm unstable possibly but we we didn't it's possible we didn't know that Ronald was unstable before he attacked tails and this seems to be a new thing this is yeah. why you know they're doing this intellect bond so yeah then we get a flashback to when tails met uh, ronald and ronald ad acted dicky and psychotic <laughs> towards him for seemingly no reason yeah saying shit like he would pull out a knife and stab him and shit <laughs> like what would happen if i pulled out a knife right now and <laughs> stab the so-called chosen one to death i mean it is a good thought experiment <laughs> <laughs> Sign with a psycho under. Chris, what would happen if I called a nuclear strike on you right now? <laughs> oh, how you would have no hope. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Wouldn't what, that what, be a what a fun great hypothetical. That's like exact level of fucking uh, hypothetical. <laughs> it's like, well, what if somebody came in and killed your wife? What would you do? It's like, I don't know. I'd be sad, I, I mean, guess. That's exactly what I. <laughs> 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 That's exactly what I was gonna say. Is like that would be such a great just sack hypothetical. <laughs> hey, hey Tomar, you know what if you launched the nukes on Hiroshima? How would that? How would you react? I I, I don't know. <laughs> I'd feel really bad about it. I guess. Hey Tomar, what if your wife was just a snail one day? How would you react to that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just what a terrible. I mean, okay, situation. to be fair. What if, you know, you were about to have sex with your girlfriend and you didn't have lube and she was just like, found some snails outside and started like, <laughs> rubbing them on your dick? <laughs> How would you react to that? <laughs> I'd be weirded out, but I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably horny, so I'm, I'll do this anyway, but <laughs> that's fucking weird, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So on, the, so on the next page, for some reason, we get the full scene where Trix Rabbits comes in naked and they scream at each other. It's uh, utterly irrelevant to anything, but it's yeah. a still a really fun, funny scene. Yeah, I mean, I get that I'm probably trying to show, like, that in that entire scene, there was nothing that would make Roll snap, like, to just go through the interaction. Yeah. But they could have just cut out a lot of frames, so we get, yes. like, okay... So they're like, we get that this is the scene referring to instead of giving us a whole fucking scene. Yes. Uh, in reality, I think it was probably one of those days where a laser bite was just like, yeah, I'm feeling this today. I'm just going to draw one new frame I mean, and then uh, reuse a bunch I, of I can frames. I can respect that. I can respect that. Yeah. But if I was reading at the time, I would be pissed. I was like, there's no new content here. Oh, yeah, because you released them on a pagely basis. What? A t uh, pagely on a pagely basis. You released one page at a time is what I meant to say. I mean, that's still how it's released. It's still released one page at a time. Oh, uh, yeah, so... Um, so yeah, Kermit says that it, there hasn't been anything that would tr trigger Ronald to snap like he did, so he has to keep looking. Then we cut to the scene after Ronald told his backstory, and uh, Tails is uh, unimpressed. And then Ronald uh, shows off his illusion magic, but says he won't t teach Tails anything. Alright, next page. Uh, Ronald says that Tails is just a waste of everybody's time, and Tails says, why don't we just fight it out already, after which just cuts to black. Now, uh, I didn't pick up on this the first time I read it, but this, what happened after this, you remember, right? Yeah, it's Pori comes in and shit. Exactly, yeah, Pori came in, and then him and Ronald went to a different room to 
discuss something for a while, like 30 minutes or something, after which... And Ronald just came back completely complacent and fucking... Yeah, yeah, his, his, atti- his attitude had totally shifted, and he seemed, like, scared. So uh, I wonder what yeah. Pori did to him. Again, it's like Pori's motivations yeah. come into question. It's like, what are his motivations? Yeah, uh, What's his game? What is he doing? And what I love is that it is so much more cohesive because we've already seen Pori being mysterious early in the chapter, and now we get to remember that Pori's always been this way, so it just reaffirms that whole fucking mystery of who Pori is. You're so right, Andre. You're so right. It it keeps it going for us that... Because I forgot about Pori to some extent because he didn't have any yeah, and time sh- in like, for most of the chapters. Yeah. Yes. But now, not only do I remember Pori, but this reminds me that, oh yeah, what the fuck is his deal? Exactly. Yeah, it's actually very well done. Again, not known if it was intentional, but... Uh, I great think it was intentional. Uh, it might have been, yeah. The art changed, and the writing has become a lot better and more, you know, like, just in this chapter alone. Yeah. There are a lot of threads that get collected into one bigger thread, if it makes sense. Yes, it is clear. We will see. We've seen an art change, but uh, it will be clear from this chapter onwards that the writing and sort of the story focus sort of takes a different... Uh, um, goes in a different way from now on, where before it was very like battle manga esque, but now it becomes like kind of a deep psychological thriller for a while. Yeah. So Lazerbot is clearly like rewrite his comic and be like, okay, how can I like justify these things and make it sort of a dark, like almost realistic <laughs> story from my yeah. parameters? It's very interesting how the writing changes like this. Yeah, but, but it's also it's very interesting how it's clear that he wants to return to the battle manga yeah. so he ha- still has to make the dark psychological stuff work in with the battle, battle manga <laughs> that follows yeah. I guess well it's like La- Laserbot has two two moods it's a uh, deep dark relationship melodrama and like Dragon Ball Z Naruto fucking epic mega yes. battles <laughs> it's like shifting uh, yeah, between these two and- things and those things are so tonally different <laughs> that it's yes. a huge undertaking. And he's somehow, like... Granted, I haven't seen him switch back to ba- battle manga yet, so I don't know if he does that shift, but the shift from battle manga to deep psychological <laughs> horror, or, or not horror, but, like, thriller, there is, horror is fucking expertly done, I would say, honestly. <laughs> I mean, the tone is all over the place, to, to be honest, but uh, it's still good, I think. It's still... The cohesiveness, I mean... Yeah, it's not that cohesive, though, when you read the following chapters after this. It's like, what the fuck is this comic now? It's totally different. But Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's still awesome. <laughs> I don't think that uh, detracts <laughs> okay. from it. Uh, I just love no, that it no, has, no. like, this this big... It's almost like Hunter x Hunter in that way, where every Hunter x Hunter is, like, a different genre, and every single arc has, like, a totally different tone. It's very interesting that way. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so we get a fucking uh, super flashback to. Oh, uh, before before that, fuck? before that. Oh 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 oh! I yeah right. Yeah, so we see yeah, we ahead. see uh, Ronald starts sweating in a good piece of art depicting Ronald in sort of uh, quite desperation after the black yeah. frame, and we really feel the emotions of uh, Ronald there. And then Kermit says, "What is this? A black spot? I can't seem to access these memories." This isn't good. The point of the intellect bond is so I can see the true memories regardless if they're submerged or blocked out completely. But it's still inaccessible, even to the intellect bond. I haven't the slightest clue why. Yeah. Which, again, just makes you wonder, who the fuck is Pori, really? And what did he do to him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's getting gory with Pori. 
It's getting gory with Pori. That would be Corey's, uh, Pori's, um, like, morning show. It's time yeah. to get gory or, with Pori. Or, That's or glory with Pori. <laughs> glory with Pori is the uh, sports uh, analyst show he has. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Welcome and to then Glory with Pori. Snorri with Pori, which is the good night show. That's his uh, ASMR channel. <laughs> yes. Hey, it's getting snorri with Pori. Today I'm going to reveal deep dark secrets with many tingles. Deep dark government secrets, <laughs> baby. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, okay, so. So, um. Ronald then starts seemingly panicking, sweating even more, and he starts screaming, No, don't hurt me! Ah, help me! And then, uh, Kermit says, and then we get uh, Calm down, Ronald, you're disturbing the link. And then we're seemingly cast into a flashback from Ronald's childhood. If you remember from Ronald's awesome and hilarious backstory, <laughs> in yeah. this... In this universe... Yes, yes, in this universe, Ronald's <laughs> older... Is, Ronald is the older brother of Rosie O'Donnell called Rosie O'Donnell, not Rosie O'Donnell. Even though it doesn't yeah. look that way, it looks like Ronald would be the younger brother, but it's like in in the backstory he says he's the older brother of Rosie O'Donnell. And we see her here and she is <laughs> morbidly obese. <laughs> like Rosie O'Donnell I mean I thought that was me for a second. Zaboom Andre Silphone. That's like fucking five in one episode. Yeah, is that a record? I feel like we say that every, I don't every think episode. So. <laughs> Is that a new record? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm, possibly. But yeah, I was gonna say Rosie O'Donnell was always known as like a bigger woman, but she was never like morbidly obese like this. She she no. she was like a Amy Schumer thick at most, but here she's like yeah. the whale level fat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, did you know that people wanted an actual six hundred pound actor to play the whale? I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> Including many critics. Even I, w I was shocked. Yeah. Like Mark Kermode, he was like, Oh, this is so insensitive. We they must have gotten a real six hundred pound person to play this role. Or, or else it's well, like dude, blackface for black people. I was like, Jesus. Like no, no, it's not. Okay. The fact that you can say fat but you can't say the N word just shows that black people are not discriminated on the same level. Yeah. The fact that some people are trying to say that there is a fat phobia on the levels of racism is just so fucking conceited. I mean, it's not true, but there is fat phobia. I will agree with that, but that's part of what... I, I agree that there's fat phobia. Like, there is definitely an effort to make, you know, just make people feel like they are less. Absolutely. Uh, and on there, the there always has been. Um, or not always, but yeah. for a long time. And I agree with that, but I also think that, like, you cannot say that the word fat is like the N-word, for instance. Like, some people are saying... It's like... Who's saying the that? fucking ego... Not a lot of people, but like you, uh, I see it from like Twitter screenshots every now and then, like oh, how sure. like, you know, that's Twitter. Uh, uh, but it's like, yeah, sure. But but it's like the fact that the that level of ego exists in anyone is fucking mind-boggling. Well, yeah, I mean, it's stupid. I mean, even people on the fat acceptance movement call themselves fat. Like, fat is the preferred term for somebody yeah. who is bigger. Yeah, like here's the thing. Like, if you wanna, if you're comfortable in your own skin fucking brilliant you should be just don't say that it help that is healthy to be fucking 300 plus pounds or shit like that that's pretty much the only thing i will fight you on is that it is not healthy to be fat at all for most people no other than that i don't yeah for most people other than that i don't give a shit 
Like if if you it, it is not healthy to be grossly muscular either because again, you have too much mass for your body to handle. Yeah, and it, it, it also it's... depends on where it is because the lower any sort of mass on the lower body is relatively. Uh, I mean, it is safe. You're not going to get any like diseases or anything from it. Uh, upper no. body mass, though, especially upper body fat, can be very dangerous. That's where it leads to cancer yeah. and stuff. But if you're, you know, you have yeah. a big booty, that doesn't matter. No. So it's all genetically determined. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's like some people some people are genetically uh, just you know going to be fat and shouldn't bully somebody from their fucking genetics. Yeah, yeah, and that's just fucking horrible. Yeah. And besides, if you're genetically fat. That's usually actually more healthy than being ungenetically fat because your body was sort of like just made to be a certain size. Sure, yeah. Put, uh, like or have to a certain, some extent, a certain like, amount of fat stores, but yeah, and your body was sort of like designed to at least handle that amount of fat. Yeah, but like you said, it's never. Uh, it's pretty much never healthy to be obese. Absolutely not. And also, I was going to say, part of the whale, the movie, tackles yeah. the issue of fat acceptance. It's a central theme yes. of the movie. <laughs> Or and Absolutely. the play as well. So um, yeah, people criticize the first. And I mean, and it's like people say, like Brendan Fraser was three hundred plus pounds when he did a movie. He was, and, and he yeah. Wow. And he himself, uh, and that's well, he was uh, I think uh, three hundred plus. Well, I don't know how heavy he was, but it was due to a lot of acting injuries that he couldn't really move around a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, so it is mostly due to just debilitating injuries that he is that weight, and he has talked about how he is slowly, you know, getting into shape and slowly being able to work out again and actually uh, live healthy. Yeah, he almost broke his neck when they filmed the mummy. They almost hung him for real. Yeah, um, I think that is also the the worst injuries uh, that he's talked about. That is probably one of the worst injuries because it could kill him. <laughs> it goes away, then it comes back. Yeah. Like it, it's an injury that. It's not fully healed, but it's not, like, something that's completely debilitating him all the time. Yes. Anyway, back to laughing at fat people in this uh, comic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Fucking fat, worthless piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, <laughs> we see Rosie O'Donnell before she was forced to watch Twilight until all her brain cells died. <laughs> and uh, young, innocent yeah. Ronald warns her to not go outside, because she'll just be made fun of. But... Uh, Rosie does Absolutely. it. Rosie does it anyway, and there are two trolls uh, outside. Uh, one with a big, heavy Neanderthal-esque brow, yeah. uh, and a pompadour, and, whose name is Slick Pete. And uh, one of them yeah. looks like a mix between Linkara and the Nostalgia Critic, only with uh, ginger hair. And, yes. And his name is Doug Walken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So, uh, Slick Pete says, You fat tub of lard, I bet every time you walk, bacon grease leaks out all over the place, and it makes it, makes it slippery. And then Doug walking goes, ah, I don't <laughs> want to even imagine how wrecked your mother's no! body is! That's to give birth to you, you fat cow! What's wrong? Did you eat your family? <laughs> hey, hey, less no food at her, I bet she will eat it off the ground. It's a really funny Likar impression. <laughs> I mean, it is accurate, isn't it? Uh, it was alright. It was terrible. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Love that everybody's nostalgic impression is just going, I don't even want to know! <laughs> I imagine <laughs> 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 I mean, even even Doug Walker acknowledges that to do nostalgic critic, you just scream. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just love how he's been like flanderized throughout the years where you watch like the first couple of reviews and he's like hello I'm Doug Walker and then now you watch your yeah. reviews and he's like what the fuck I can't believe this <laughs> yeah his, his voice has just gotten higher the older he gets yes <laughs> usually it gets lower that's true uh, and then <laughs> take this five five dollar foot long in your face you bitch get your free ass get Sl- your free fat ass slick Pete uh, fucking uh What's his, what's his name? And today we're going to talk about something that nobody's talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, what's his name? I forget his case. name. <laughs> he was up against his leafy here. Oh, leafy, yeah. <laughs> yes. I fucking love doing the leafy. You're really good at him. It's your best impression, I <laughs> Thank think. Thank you. Thank you. you. sound exactly like him. <laughs> it, it's such an easy impression <laughs> to do. Hey, what's up, you guys? I can't really do it. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Leafy here. And today we're going to be talking about Tales Gets Trolled. <laughs> yeah, you have the perfect voice for it, This is just... <laughs> really? Yeah. It's also good. I mean, th- this comic is just totally fucking ridiculous. I mean, honestly, I cannot believe I'm reading this piece of shit. God. Yeah, your impression is so good. The, like, the vapid, like, non-criticisms, where he just, like, says, like, word salads that means nothing, and it's not funny or interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're so on point. I mean... Uh- <laughs> I, I mean, look at this. I mean, what were they thinking when they wrote this? I mean, seriously, I, I can't even really wrap my head around it. It is just too fucking stupid for me to understand. <laughs> it is just completely ignorant. I mean, come on. Let's be serious here. For real. I mean, this guy literally jerks off with both hands while he's drawing this. <laughs> uh, I love that look. And he's using two tweezers to get, to get all of his little dick. <laughs> Yeah, the pointless uh, comparison. I mean, this guy literally fucking masturbates with two condoms. <laughs> it is so easy to come up with. You just, you just like, like to come up with it. You know what you do to come up with a leafy thing? It's like you try to think of something most critical would say, and then you make it retarded. <laughs> you make it like fifty percent more retarded. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> like. You, 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 t- you, take moist, you take a moist criticalism and you uh, minus like 50 IQ and uh, you get a leafyism. Yes, <laughs> yes uh, that is it. Because it is like most critical, overt- overtly sexual reference to Yu-Gi-Oh! or the Shadow Realm. Yeah. Leafy. Um, extremely sexual to the point of ridiculousness, but not because it's intentionally or satirically funny. Yeah, and his delivery is just so bad too. It's like, this yeah. is literally like uh, putting my dick in a blender. I mean, yo, this guy literally wears a butthole <laughs> as a swimming cap. <laughs> this guy literally is a pedophile and goes to my school and... <laughs> yo, this guy literally jerks up while listening to Nostalgia Critic Rant. Dude, that's just me for real. That's me IRL. Uh, dude, I would fucking... <laughs> Uh, you would pay for my OnlyFans where I listen to Nostalgia Critic and jerk off. Here's the big case. This guy's literally seen Nostalgia Critic's dick. I would love to. He's a 40-year-old man! <laughs> He's a 30-year-old man! He's a 26-year-old man! True. Okay. Alright, back to the comics. So, Slick Pete, he says, Take this $5 foot long in the face, you bitch, bitch catch up for you fat ass, and throws a $5 foot long at Rosie O'Donnell, who cries while e- eating it. <laughs> and then uh, 
uh, Doug Watkins says, or uh, Slick Slick Pete says, like, OMG, man, she ate the, the foot long in like a quick five seconds. Oh my god, let's go, man. And uh, Doug Watkins says, yeah, let's go before she decides to eat us. I don't want to be eaten out. I don't want to be eaten out. <laughs> I don't want to be eaten out. I mean, what's so ridiculous about a bat credit card? A man who owns his own I cave. Mean, oh, 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 let's, let's be easy on Linkara or he might suddenly target us. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna <clears throat> be uh, upset tweeting about us. And, uh, I mean, his ego is fragile enough. Probably not, but he's got a fragile ego. He's always had one. He's very easy to make fun of. He, like, published, like, a trilogy of fancy books when he was, like, 14. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he made uh, an infamous webcomic called The Lightbringer. Who, like, he, when he brings it up, he's like, "Yeah, my shitty webcomic, my shitty books." But then, if other yeah. people make fun of it, he's like, "How dare you? How dare you make fun of this? I, I made that when I was a child." Well, I mean, like, <laughs> here's the thing: I've done so much cringe, yeah. and I'm finally at a point where I'm just like, "Okay, I've done cringe, but it's not something that defines me. I can laugh at it, and you can laugh at it, and you can mock me with it." <laughs> just yeah. fucking adopt that mentality. I mean, yeah. You, I mean, I am the cringe factory. Let's be fair. I don't know. You do run the channel called Cringe Factory, and you just post videos of yourself. Yeah. I know. Obesus is fucking goaded based shit posts. I, Come on. I agree. Obesus is based. One of yeah. the best channels on YouTube. And if you're not subscribed, you should. Yeah. Subscribe. Lose ten inches. Yes. So, we so Slick Pete says. Hey man, I heard you can get really high off sleeping pills, <laughs> and what will make us cooler than the other kids? We swallow a whole bottle's worth of it. Yeah, man. Even even though he still got that mistake, instead of say, saying even though he says yeah, even though. man. Even though it's said for underage kids to not do it and to not take more than two pills or risk of dying, but we're gonna do it anyways because we are so cool. Hell yeah! <laughs> and Rosie O'Donnell's just crying, saying, "Please give me more." And then Kermit, at the end, mistakenly uh, thinks Rosie O'Donnell is Miss Piggy, which I see as a big roast on Miss Piggy, because Miss Piggy is a fucking uh, hot milf. I, w uh, I, Miss, I Miss would Piggy smash Miss babe. Piggy. Yeah, I'm so, dude, you'd have to fight me for her, okay? <laughs> All right, let's do it to death. Yeah. So, on the next page, uh, in darkness, we get three panels of the trolls, Slick Pete and Doug walking, having... Uh, um, having accidentally killed themselves through the ingestion of sleeping pills and uh, young Ronald sort of like meditating over their death saying I suppose they can't make fun of her anymore uh, now that they're dead it's okay now they're dead they're dead now it's like kind of a shock over this it's very interesting yeah then we cut to a sweating, screaming Ronald with bloodshot eyes saying get out of me head yeah. <laughs> get out of me head you monster Oh, he says, get out of my head. <laughs> yeah, but I was doing a reference. Oh, to Smiling Friends? <laughs> yes. <laughs> get out of my head! Get out of me get head! Get out of me get head! Out of me head. <laughs> Fuck yeah, DJ Spitz. <laughs> DJ Spitz. <laughs> I'm an Instagram... As well as... I'm a, I'm a SoundCloud rapper, man. Check out my SoundCloud, yeah. man. Oh, I want to be a SoundCloud, SoundCloud rapper, man. <laughs> but, but it makes me so angry. I just can't... <laughs> I, I can't do the voice properly. <laughs> I mean, the sack is impossible to do. Yeah. What, he's got, like, fucking destroyed his sternum or something like that? I don't know. I love that every time somebody asks him about his voice, he's so clearly done with the question, so he, give, he just gives another false story. He always gives a false story into his friends. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like, because uh, Danny from Game Grumps asked about it, and then he was like, "Oh, I was in a terrible car accident when I was like 15, and it ruptured the walls between my nose." So, it, and it like gave a very good explanation, and then Dan was just like, "Really? Now nah, I'm just fucking with you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he has like another story where it was acid that <laughs> fucked up his vocal cords. Like, I love all the false stories yeah, he's given. One of like, my father beat me and threw me out a window. <laughs> 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 and one of them was like, he went to like his grandpa's house and his grandpa like fucked him in his ass so hard that his voice <laughs> got ruined. <laughs> I mean, it's a thing. You may be. You may be like unhinged, but you'll never be sack hater levels of unhinged. That dude. That dude's brain operates on another dimension from us. Yeah, he's, he's sort of a Lovecraftian entity in that way, with the big nose. Yeah, he's a fucking enigma. So yeah, the, all, all the Ronald art on this uh, page, I think, is freaking awesome. So like de oh, yeah, detailed and gross and sweaty, and we can we yeah. we can feel the textures of this page. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Carrot says that he's not a monster as well, saying he can no longer see any of the memories, which is exemplified by the previous black frames. Like, the ability to view memories is slipping away. That's why the, yeah. the three flames were, like, black and hard to see. Very well done, yeah. I thought. Yeah, and Ronald, I also love uh, how Ronald just, like, fucking pulling back, and you can see when he pulls back that the string breaks. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the string sweaty. is like it's stretching. It's also a great perspective shot. It is a great perspective yeah. shot. Seen from yeah, like... No, 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 because when the, the string is connected, it is fully straight. When it's broken, it's like uh, limp and dangly. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, it's a great perspective shot. We see Ronald from kind of like shot underneath as he like rears his head backwards. So you see like yeah. his uh, Chad Jin. Chin, I mean. Uh, his Chad Jin? His Chad Which brand? Jin, Aviation. Jin from uh, One Piece. Remember him? Uh, yeah, totally. From the Don Krieg arc, and he said, "I'll see you in the Grand Line." No, oh. we never saw him again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jin with the fucking—that's uh, the guy. I know. Well, I think his name is technically Gin, pronounced Gin. So the Norwegian way. <laughs> Gin? There are people called Gin in Norway? No, but that's how we say Jin in Norway. <laughs> really? A lot of Norwegians say it like Gin, especially in the West Coast. <laughs> Yo, you want to drink some Gin? They say that? I've never I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, no, I've heard it a lot. Well well, that shows how stupid uh, Western Norwegians are. Indeed. Yep. Now anyway. Let us continue reading Tales Gets Podcast. I mean Tales Gets Trolls. Yes, yeah, so Kermit says that he has uh, he has to continue the brain link, but if Ronald continues like this, screaming I suppose, he can suffer brain damage. So if you break a level one intellect bond early, it can lead to brain damage or uh, just in general Ronald is acting so crazed that he might get like a aneurysm for it. Sort of unclear from uh, the phrasing that Kermit uses here. Anyway, Ronald breaks the intellect bond on his own, however, and we, um, yeah, he says, "You're evil. You won't control me. You won't control me." Which I assume he's talking to Pori. Yes, I would assume so as well. The, the bond breaks away, and we see Ronald sitting in the corner of the room, seemingly exhausted and breathing heavy. I particularly yeah. like the close-up uh, of picture of Ronald with the big bloodshot eyes and him drooling and sweating, and with like a crazed look in his eye. It's a really, really Absolutely. good piece of art. I love uh, the picture of him 
casting a shadow into the room, like from the corner. Yeah, yeah. Makes me wonder where the fuck is the sun coming from? <laughs> it's very unclear with <laughs> where the light source is coming from, but yeah. A cool shot either way. But also, I love how small and pathetic he looks at it. Yeah. Really uh, well done. Uh, really nice. This me in the corner. That's me in the spot. Losing my religion. Like R.A.M. I'm losing my religion. So, yeah, so, he so, says, something. that's me in the corner. Uh, I wasn't paying attention. Nothing you say matters to me. All right. That's very good for a podcast. Um, <laughs> what? Current... <laughs> Kermit thinks, hmm, something isn't right. Ronald hasn't acted like this before in response to the intellect hmm. bond. And uh, Kermit's... Something isn't right. Ronald has never acted like this before. To insula- oh. <laughs> Thank you for repeating what I just said. Uh, and uh, Kermit suggests taking a break before they try again. And uh, Ronald just responds, Your eyes, you're looking into my soul. My soul! Again, I suppose, um, I think he's talking to Pori. Yeah. And not Kermit, but it could be read either way. Yeah. I mean, a little ambig- ambiguity is great. Agree. That's the uh, one of the big things in postmodern art is uh, strengthening ambiguity. We haven't mentioned it yet, but a new writing quirk uh, that Laserbot or Embrogram adopts is near-constant ellipses. It was uh, pointed out in the comments of the last episode as well. Though... What's bizarre is that most of the time, instead of proper ellipses, it's only two periods instead of three. I don't hmm. know why. <laughs> Did Lazabot just tap the period one too many times? Or are these all intended to be ellipses? And he just forgets one of them. Could be like, he's just like an old habit, like, oh fuck, ellipses, that's not right. What do you mean? Like, uh, maybe he's just like so used to typing ellipses that sometimes he double taps on period. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, Kermit uh, doesn't doesn't know what's happening in Ronald's head and not normal behavior, he thinks. And then we get a yeah. meanwhile comma, uh, back to Tails and the gang in the other room, full stop. Uh, and, uh, well, Tails, GML is right, you're natural, which I can't say the same for Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Says Knuckles while, while holding a joint and having them high bloodshot eyes. Oh, yeah. Next page. So this is where this is where the weed arc starts for real. From here on now whoop, whoop. for the next like five chapters. It's all about smoking weed, baby. Hell yeah. Pass the Dutch upon the left hand side. Now this, weed now this comic's just about smoking weed, it's about weed. Weed. You have just weed. It's about weed. <laughs> yes. Um so we get a great perspective shot of Doug like sinking into the couch. Doe with the yeah. uh consistency that Laserbot depicts the couch here. It seems more like a beanbag rather than like a couch um, yeah, material. Either way. Uh, very well done piece of art. Absolutely. Uh, Doug says, Whoa, everything looks so trippy. My head is spinning. I feel like I'm being sucked into a vortex. I can 100% relate to that. <laughs> then we cut to Knuckles who says, Well, like I was saying, yeah man, so th- that is what happened. Yeah, I remember, wait, it was on and tip my tongue. Fuck. What was it again? Classic fucking weed dialogue. Every time we talk with a high person, it's actually this shit. Where they're like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot what I just said, and I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Start laughing about it. Fucking weed heads. <laughs> get out of here, stoners. Uh, then we get a close-up of a worried-looking <laughs> Doug with a joint hanging out of the side of his mouth. Again, it's a really, yeah. really great depiction <clears throat> of uh, really uh, everything in this piece of uh, art here. 
Spyro then calls <laughs> Doug a nooplet as we see Tails taking a big freaking bong rip. Hell yeah, dude. Tails takes a big hit and he starts coughing from the massiveness of the rip dude. And he s says chilly, chill out, Doug, and let it flow, man. <laughs> let it flow. Such a stoner conversation. <laughs> uh. Do people say that? Let it flow, man. No, no, they don't. That is... I've never, ever been told to let it flow. That's the secret ever to Ever in my life. Well, that's because you're not a fucking natural at smoking weed, dude. I am so natural, okay? You have no idea. I have done the marijuana at least once in my life, okay? Yeah. I have touched a weed. But did it flow? I don't think so. Now, listen here, you hoe. Now, I think the comic sort of insists that Tails is cool for being like a natural weed smoker stoner, but everything in it this just scene... just makes him look like a tool. Well, everything in this scene just comes off to me, anyway, as so incredibly uncool, which adds to the comedy <laughs> for me, because <laughs> the, yeah. the comic seems to have has taken like a turn on its view of weed, because before Knuckles was like seen as stupid for smoking weed and he always made bad decisions, but now it's like, hell yeah, bro, yeah. we're getting high with the boys. So, yeah. one of the big. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with just having him getting high with the boys, but it's the fact that a comic insists on weed being cool. <laughs> yeah. That is so, it's so lame. funny. <laughs> but it makes me laugh. Because if you had made it about alcohol, then it would have been extremely obvious how cringe it was. But because it's weed and we're in like this post or like pro weed society. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, not uh, again, but like because of that whole fucking like pro weed sure, whatever yeah, wave yeah. or shit, then it's just seen as cool because, oh, he, he's like sticking it to the man smoking weed and shit. I don't know. Yeah, I, ju I just find like stoner culture in general really cringe and lame. I find any substance based culture cringe. That's true. Although, but alcohol doesn't have the same like. People who drink are not the same type of people who are like, Yeah, man, I love blazing at 420, dude. Let me wear a fucking weed cap. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. That's true. They're not, like, um, annoying and lame. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you got guys with, like, Jack Daniels t-shirts and shit, and those guys are pretty That is true, rich. yeah. Fair point. I guess with alcohol, it's more like brand loyalty for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, people who get like pissed about Which like Bud Light. They're like, no, Bud Light, they sent beer cringe. to a trans woman, no! I, like, here's the thing. If you really feel that poorly about trans people, maybe you should just, uh, I don't know, either kill yourself or start going on fucking shooting sprees. <laughs> but preferably just kill yourself. Fuck up. Yeah, I, I, I would prefer the first option. Yeah. I don't know, I just hate everyone that like advocates for all of this fucking violence and shit who doesn't take it upon themselves to do it because just a <laughs> bunch of fucking hypocrites that's, a, that's an interesting take that's an interesting take no okay but hear me out sitting in a fucking ivory tower looking down as if you are too good to do what you preach it is hypocrisy at its finest and all you're really saying is I know that this is a bad idea but I want everybody else to do it because th this is the outcome I want like, fuck off, kill yourself. I don't mind hypocrisy that much. I, I do. I, I hate hypocrisy when the hypocrites are, like, trying to, you know, make others act on their behalf. <laughs> sure, that's, like, all politics, bro. Sure. All I'm saying is, um, if you're... If you got a problem with the trans community, kill yourself. If you got a problem with the gay community, kill yourself. If you got a problem with human rights and shit, kill yourself. Agreed. Or change your mind. Yeah. 
But preferably kill yourself. <laughs> we need to reduce the number of people. We don't need to, but... I want to. <laughs> Alright. And no, I will not kill myself because I don't have a problem with anything. Except, uh... Except you! <laughs> Except, let me bring out my big list of things that Andre hates. <laughs> oh my god, it's 100 page long. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Doug says, Hey, Tails, sit on this couch here and lay down. It feels like you're being sucked into it, bro. And, um, Tails just says, I'm alright here. I feel so good right now. I wish I had some big boobs in my face right now. Which is very common effect of weed. You get horny. For sure. And then this leads to Knuckles saying, Dude, you should totally fuck Hello Kitty, man. She's a good fucker, man. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> Cut to three frames of just like awkward silence as we first see Doug with a shocked expression So shocked that the joint actually falls out of his mouth Then we see a shocked Spyro and then a seemingly re reactionless Cheeto man who just says an 11 dot long ellipses mm -hmm. uh, Tails just goes no. um, uh, Yeah Wait, what did you just say Knuckles? With uh, doing the rock eyebrow and uh, Knuckles just responds with a mischievous, almost evil grin, saying, I didn't say anything. Oh, off man, yeah, you should... Yeah. <laughs> you should so, like, get with Hello Kitty. She's pretty good in the sack. Damn. So, uh, next page. First panel here is just a seemingly re reactionless Cheetah Man again, saying a whole bunch of dots. So, what's... What, is he, like, fucking dating Hello Kitty? Mm -hmm. Perhaps, we'll see. Well, I mean, the defenders seem like a fucking liberal bunch, though, so I don't get the problem. Liberal? Liberal? You said the fucking L word in front of me, Andre? You know that's a trigger word for me. I'm sorry, <laughs> I meant conservative, uh, hippie-hating Jesus freaks. Thank you. That's my group. They seem like they, yeah, they seem like they would, uh, d organize lynch mobs every Tuesday. And Wednesday. Well, no, Wednesday is when they burn down abortion clinics. They call that a party. Ah, uh, that's fair enough. So, cut to Doug saying, Oh, man, that reminds me. Vivian offered sex to me, man. So I fucked her for like five hours straight. Oh, it was so good. Oh, yeah. Of course she wants my Gaga disco stick, bro. It's the size of a boat. No lie, bro. No lie. I suppose maybe the, the, the Gaga disco stick reference was uh, relevant when this panel was made. I forget when disco stick came out, but it was probably around this time, so... Uh, yeah. Good reference, I guess, but um, it implies that Lady Gaga exists. Or is Gaga Disco Stick just a uh, uh, Tales Controlled World slang that happens to correspond to a Lady Gaga song? Well, I mean, Gaga, you know, you can gag on a cock, so... Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Gaga... <laughs> disco Stick, I don't know. And there's also the famous uh, Simpson episode, uh, Lisa Goes Gaga, where she meets Lady Gaga. Oh, damn. Which is a... Uh, Sounds incredibly cringe. Yeah, it's considered the worst episode of The Simpsons of all time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, Tails apparently did not hear Knuckles yet again as Doug doesn't know how to control his volume in his voice. Very reminiscent of a friend we have, Andre. Uh, a friend who might be listening right now. This is now a call-out post, motherfucker. Your fucking oil reserves are being dug up as we speak, and we're, we're claiming your fucking oil, bro. <laughs> yeah. This is our territory now. Yeah, baby. But yeah, he famously gets called very loud, and everybody says, tells, calls him to shut up, and my dad calls him the the laughing hyena. 
I mean, that is fucking fair point. <laughs> and fairly accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think even he admits that. Yeah, he does. Um, so Spyro calls bullshit on Doug's story, saying... <laughs> Uh, you yeah, have a I mean, tiny Doug dick. Doug is gay, okay? <laughs> yeah, you have a tiny dick, and Vivian says that as a joke. I don't think she or he fucks anybody. Sadly, I think she, he is a monk. So your comment is, not awesomely badass, you tard. <laughs> yeah. Then cut to Tails, trying to get Knuckles' attention. Cut to Cheeto Man saying, Yeah, dumb motherfucker, yeah, she doesn't have a gender. She just takes on the form of a girl. Uh, cut to Knuckles being like, huh, Tails? Cut to Doug again, saying, Nah, man, I fucked her for, like, <laughs> five hours, no lie. This, like, intercutting of different conversation in this way is a very... It's very, like, tension-building in a way, even though it's very vague and mysterious what the tension actually is in the scene. I still think it's very well done, where it's like, ah, oh, it's like the, the quick-cutting. Yeah, well, it has something to do with fucking Hello Kitty, I guess. Something to do with Hello Kitty, and, um, yeah, you're like, hmm, there's tension, but... Why? What's what's going on here? Yeah, because it seems like they're trying to steer the conversation away from Hello Kitty. Yeah, but Knuckles wants to steer the conversation into Hello or about fucking Hello Kitty <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Spyro says, "No, you fucked Trick's rabbit for five hours," which reminds me, are those rumors true about Shadow and Hello Kitty getting it on? And then uh, we cut to a surprised-looking Knuckles, but then at the top of the frame, we see like a tiny cut of the. F of the frame where it's just Knuckles' mouth like doing an evil grin again so he clearly likes <laughs> talking about fucking <laughs> Hello Kitty for whatever reason clearly cut to Doug again saying fuck you man it wasn't Trick's rabbit retard Cheeto man then comes in with a singer saying then it was that blue fucker ha 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 referring to Skeeter also from the Doug TV show uh getting this Tails. Yeah, Tails is just. What did you say, Spiral? <laughs> Tails is just out of it. He's not a able to follow any conversation thread. I mean, understandable. Especially because Doug seems to be very loud, saying, "What did you yeah. say, Spyro? Doug, shit, man! You talk before people finish what they're trying to say, so I can't hear them. You don't have anything interesting to say, so just go fuck Trix Rabbit, so we can chill, dude. Fuck you, bro! I didn't fuck Trix Rabbit or Skeeter. Says uh. Doug, which leads to... A very sad-looking Doug. <laughs> which leads to Cheeto Man coming in with another slam dunk saying, So they were fucking you? Bam. Get destroyed. <laughs> I mean, fucking, fucking Cheeto Man. Based as fuck. Yeah. And uh, Knuckle, Knuckles agrees. Character. He says, uh, Oh man, the cheese is on the roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a roll, R-O-L-E, yeah. not R-O-L-L. -L. Oh yeah. Jesus on a roll. I love that that's that's his name. That's like OJ's nickname is the Juice. Cheeto Man's nickname is Dutchies. <laughs> yeah. And then the final frame of the page is Spyro being like, uh, actually Knuckles, why don't you join the Defenders? It would be totally badass, yo. So let's go to the next page. Yeah. Knuckles basically goes, yeah, I'll join the Defenders. I'll go talk to Pack and Sack about it later. <laughs> what the fuck is Pack and Sack? I guess that's what it's calling Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I <laughs> got I that. I have no <laughs> fucking clue what Pack and Sack means. Like, Pack? Maybe Pac-Man has a huge sack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we will actually see it. We will uh, actually see a sack later. Although I think it's average size. Oh. <laughs> In one of those segments that are questionably canon with the Dragon Ball Z parody things, we'll see. Uh, Pax sack. 
So, but Knuckles also answers Sparrow's question. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. There wasn't a moment where Shadow wasn't fucking Hello Kitty. Yeah, exactly. Then we cut to a, a frame of an extreme close-up of Cheetah Man looking seemingly displeased. Though his... Uh, yeah, it's hard to tell what his glasses are. Yeah, his glasses are fogged up, so we can't actually see the emotions in his eyes. Um, meanwhile... Well, his brow looks angry. And meanwhile, fucking Doug and Spyro... Yeah, they're seemingly singing, and D Doug is doing, like, a theatrical opera singing hands while singing, I love you, so I can't... <laughs> why you have to hurt me. I don't know what song that is. He says, why can't you see? Oh, why can't you see? <laughs> I did everything I could to keep you. Oh, I love chocolate milk. Uh, sings, oh, yeah. sings Doug. <laughs> while uh, <laughs> Spyro just looks pissed in front of him and flips him the bird. Um, Spyro. Ooh, I don't like this Spyro. <laughs> Spyro tells Doug it's to stop, stop singing like a drag queen and calls him gay. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Bail uh, Tails is just uh, takes another hit of the bong. Not not as big a hit this time. And says, OMG, no. Doug? Really? Really, dude? <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with singing like a drag queen? <laughs> like, bunch of homophobes. Uh, yeah. Drag drag queens are performers. They're probably really good at singing, most of them. Yeah. And uh, Doug gets pissed. He says, fuck you, man. I don't sing like a drag queen. And then Cheeto Man enters the conversation branch, talking about Hello Kitty, saying, seeing that everybody's talking about it, Tails, if you do have an interest in Hello Kitty, then I should give you some advice. Because we homies, I have seen a lot of guys fail in trying to make her their woman. Embarrassment and failure are assured. It's hard for dudes to get anywhere with her. It's like trying to get with a brick wall. It's hard, bro. Fight. And then uh, Knuckles well. just retorts with a smug grin saying, Well, it wasn't hard for Shadow. And uh, Spyro also adding with a smug grin says, Yeah, maybe you don't know her all that well, homie. Here's a question. Is it bad to talk about fucking Hello Kitty or not? Because at first they were really nervous about it, but now they're all cool about it. What the fuck? Well, they, they seem... Uh, Emboldened by uh, Knuckles, uh, continuously I, I so. bringing it up and uh, dropping zingers all over the place. Yeah, fucking base Knuckles. Yeah, but it, it cuts to. Uh, I think Knuckles might be my favorite character right now, just because he's such a douchebag. Knuckles is pretty great. Uh, yeah. But yeah, then it again cuts to kind of an unhappy-looking Cheetah Man with <laughs> Tails just sitting next to him, hitting the bong again, just continuously hitting yeah. that bong. And then uh, Doug comes back saying, Hey, I don't sing like a drag queen. Did you hear me? Fuck you guys. <laughs> then Cheetah Man does like a Phoenix Wright type accusatory point <laughs> at Doug yes. saying, Now I regret letting this motherfucker smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I want... I want this to be incorporated into a Phoenix Wright game yeah. where if you do the right sequence of evidence, you get that line. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix just just pointing at the defendant or one of the one of the witnesses being like, now I regret letting this motherfucker smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like you got, but you gotta present like the evidence in the right order. So like you gotta present first the lighter, yeah. then the roll of paper, <laughs> then the joint, and then finally you gotta present the picture of I don't know Hello Kitty, <laughs> and then you get that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a hidden secret. It's like the secret yes. ending in um, Silent Hill 2, where it's a, you know, you know Silent Hill, it's a very serious, you know, dark 
uh, horror game. But if you do like a really yeah. complicated series of events, you can get a secret ending where you enter a room, and it turns out there's like a dog operating machine, and the dog has been doing like <laughs> has been creating all the horrors through this like room. <laughs> and the main character Jesus. just uh, walks in. And he's like, "It was a dog all along," and then he falls down disappointingly. And that's one of the endings <laughs> of the game. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really funny. Yeah, um, yeah, but Tug is a little bit incredulous. Yeah, he says, why me? Hey. Not cool. And Knuckles says, let's bail on this foo and call over some bitches. Yeah, F-U-U. Know. Fool, maybe. I have no let's idea. Let's bail on this foo. Like Mr. T. I feel like foo is a thing, though. F-U-U. Yeah, we'll see. Foo is a girl impossible to catch, living free like the wind and traveling where the breeze brings her. She is usually calm and with light agreeable manners, but can turn into a raging tempest when pushed to her limits. What the actual shit? Oh, that's just because <laughs> Foo is a name in, like, Asia. Okay. Here we go. When somebody or s something is fake, that girl is Foo as oh. fuck. The mo yeah, no, that makes sense the with Doug. <laughs> the most edible female name. A sexlicious yeah, girl well, who realizes it and becomes extremely lazy? What? <laughs> what the fuck? Alright, so I don't think there's any agreed upon use for the word food. Another term for the word ugly, primarily used in the south. So maybe uh, mm. this Knuckles is from the south. Well, let's bail on this food and call all those <laughs> bitches. I assume. That was a good Texan or the southern. <laughs> I mean, that's not how people actually talk in the south, but. Well, it's better than what I normally go with. Sure. <laughs> Well, I'm well, from well. I'm from the south, and I love I love my cousin. Oh, and okay, I can we I love this sequence. It is so good. Yeah, this is a a, a classic sequence here. So we cut to Doug's hands yes. grabbing for a cute little brown dog that appeared out of nowhere. And Spyro, looking angry, says, "Dog." Oh, he did appear out of nowhere. Put my that's right. T put my dog down, you dumbass. So on to the next page. Yeah. Here. Next page. So we see a series of panels where Doug picks up Spyro's cute little barking dog. Then he takes a bite out of the dog's ear. The dog yelping in reaction as we see a close-up of the dog. The dog then bites Doug's creepily, realistically rendered fingers, which leads to Doug yeah. screaming in pain and violently throwing the tiny dog down on the ground as the final frame is the dog, like, lay lying on the ground with a mushed face in, like, a crucifix pose. <laughs> and then Doug... And also the dog is bleeding. Yeah, out of his mouth. And then Doug angrily says, Ouch! You bit me! <laughs> and I love Knuckles. I love the way Knuckles looks at Doug. It's like, he's not... Worried, but it's like, oh shit, you fucked up, Doug. It's like yeah. just a friendly warning. <laughs> I just love, I just love Doug's like righteous indignation at this. Like, the this the dog's fault, <laughs> even though it's not righteous at all. Uh, and then Spyro rightfully is very pissed as he says, "Get the fuck out of my room before I kick your ass." Yeah, I mean that's like if you started like I don't know. Biting my cat's ears. <laughs> if I picked, like, if yeah, I picked no. up your cat and started biting the ears. Yeah. Ugh. I would fucking deck you if you threw him into the. I would deck you just for biting his ears. Yeah. But if you threw him into the ground, I would fucking. Uh, I would mount you. Sure. And then Tails is like, you might want to leave, dude. But then he changes his mind mid sentence and says, you know what? Kick his ass, Spyro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tails is a true bro. Yeah. And then Doug, not reading the situation at all, says, fuck you, man. He bit me. <laughs> you got no support here, okay, yeah. Doug? You are a worthless fucking pussy, okay? Yeah, and then Spyro rightfully points out 
because you were biting his fucking ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, here, here's what I don't get about dog. Like, there's no way you can be that high that you think you have, that you think you're right in any way. No, no, but... Okay, so Cheeto Man tries to mediate. Just calm down so that motherfucker can't help that he's stupid. He tries to calm the situation <laughs> using the he can't yeah. help that he's stupid defense. And Doug immediately just goes to exacerbate it because, fuck you, bro. You mad, bro? He goes. Yeah, he goes full mad. troll. He goes full troll. He he literally yeah. drops to the troll side. This is the fucking yeah. Uh, Doug, you fucking idiot. You're officially of course a troll man. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Knuckles is just like, "Hey, Tails, pass the bog, dude." And Tails is like, "One more hit of this shit is the bomb." Looking high as fuck. Uh, and we see that Spyro's dog is snuggled up to Tails here, so the dog is fine at least. <laughs> Lazabot is no Araki in that yeah. sense that he kills every dog he sees. Oh yeah, fucking Araki. <laughs> I'm still mad about Iggy. Well, the reason that Araki does that, and we've talked about it as in the last time we recorded this episode, but the reason yeah. why Araki always kills every single dog in JoJo is because that's the worst thing he can imagine happening. So whenever Absolutely. he wants to paint a villain as like, the most like heartless evil people he has them kill a dog because like who would ever kill a dog because uh Iraqi actually loves dogs i mean yeah no i i i couldn't i couldn't kill a dog or a cat or yeah exactly people get more upset about dogs like dying in movies than they do people which i find personally strange but well i mean it all depends like most adults unless they're like shown to be super innocent i'm just like eh, i'm sure they probably weren't that great of people but dogs just the best people by default <laughs> I mean, yeah, they they have a, they have a certain uh, stupidness. Yeah, like a dog will love you almost unconditionally as long as you t just take care of it with its bare necessities. It's true. That is way more than you get from people. Okay, like if you want someone to love you, you gotta go above and beyond. It's <laughs> not true. You just gotta be a lovable guy. You just gotta have charisma, Andre. Something you know Dude, nothing I about. Shooting here. Pew, 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 pew. You just got destroyed. I just in my mind, I just saw me shooting two guns on you, and you just going oh, and like loads of blood shooting out behind you. Like fucking Ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> Weird reference, but yes. It's a great movie. I just saw like half of the movie. It's fucking awesome so far. I love it. I love the Coen Brothers yeah. on, on all their shit. That was great too. Yeah, I fucking I fucking love Buster Scruggs as a character. <laughs> so good, and the songs are so good too. Yes. When a cowboy trades his spurs for wings, <laughs> yippee ki yay I'm glory bound. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, yeah. And I also uh, love... Well, you see, I'm known to be a bit of an outlaw myself. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... yeah, I love that actor, too. He's, uh... Yeah. He's always good in everything. I love he's, in. he's in, uh, yeah. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, Where Art Thou as well. Yeah. Uh, what I love about him is that, despite the fact that he's clearly, like acting like this almost like suburban dad who's just happy-go-lucky, at no point that I think he was harmless. <laughs> no. No, he's clearly very dangerous. Yes, he's... Uh, like, he's a remorseless killer. Yeah, I love when he steps on the, the table and it, like, fires the gun right into the other guy's face and just does, like, three times and she goes, like, <laughs> 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 so... Such unnecessary overkill, yeah. but it's awesome. It's hilarious. <laughs> great. I also love the segment in that movie with um, uh, fucking Tom Waits playing the prospector. That segment's great. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's one of the last ones, I think. Uh, I haven't seen that one yet, no. That's really good. The second one's really sad. Wait, the, one, the one about Liam Neeson and uh, uh, fucking Neville Longbottom. No, not Neville Longbottom. The fucking Dudley 
Harry Potter's like stepbrother. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, the guy that's his, that has no arms and no legs. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking depressing. Yeah, that was very sad. Yeah, that was but, uh, that was rough. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it was the harsh truth of the sa- or of, of the, the 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 times, of the the old west. Yeah. Anyway, enough about great movies. Now let's talk yeah. about great comics. Yeah, because uh, next page. Uh... Yeah, so Doug is still fighting back, saying, "You can't kick me out. I didn't do anything." <laughs> Yes, you did, you <laughs> fucking troglodyte. You absolute he is, retard. He's such a piece you of shit. You absolute incest baby. Yeah, I, I also love that anything is written in bold text. <laughs> yeah. Spyro responds angrily, saying, You threw my dog into a table, you prick. No wonder you and Skeeter broke up. You're a little fucking bitch. And uh, Doug uh, denies the gay allegations, saying, uh, We were never together. I told you guys. Fuck, man. Fuck you, bro. Like, here's the thing. How can Doug think he's in the right at all here? Like, that is... The fucking... No, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you don't know. He's, uh, demented. Deranged. Deranged. Another one for the deranged counter. Yeah. So, uh... So, well, but I love Spyro's fucking line. That is a hardcore, extremely fucking graphic line. Yeah. I'm going to kill him! I'm going to rip out his throat and then wash my hands because I know his throat is full of fucking cum. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill him. Jesus. <laughs> like, is that a, holy is that a hate fuck. crime? <laughs> like, I don't know. Because it's a thing. If you said that about a woman who you know is sucking dick, then it's just like a factual statement, right? <laughs> but that is still a fucking nuclear statement. Holy fuck. And I also I love, love that Spyro, like, assumes, like, a karate, like, fighting stance while he says that. Yeah. He's, like, ready to go, like, Bruce Lee on his mo- motherfucking ass. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, Knuckles is still like, come on, Tails, pass the bong, man. I cut to Tails again being like, just one more hit. <laughs> this, this is the bomb. It's fucking hogging the bong. Uh, and then a very thickly outlined Cheeto Man says, come on, Tails, you gotta learn how to share, man. But Tails responds saying, I am sharing with the dog because it needs to be (laughs) not full of pain by of being smashed into a table anymore. I mean, that's totally fucking the dog is having a great time. He's smiling. Loving the weed, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Even though (laughs) Tails is making this poor fucking dog that just got injured smoke weed through a bong. I don't think that's very healthy for dogs, but... The dog, the dog seems okay with I it. I mean, it's not healthy to people, but, you know, we do it. Yeah, but I feel like it, it would kill a dog. <laughs> Possibly. But it just cuts to... But then to, again, uh, a lot of things will kill a dog. Onions, chocolate, a gunshot wound to the head. Yeah. None, none of those kill humans. Being hit by Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> In his uh, probably worst moment. Other than killing those two people. But, I'm thinking... <laughs> Knuckles, okay, come on. Yeah, he, said, he says, that's deep, Tails. That's very considerate of Brosurf. <laughs> is it deep, though? It's not deep. And what the fuck is Brosurf? I assume he means Brosef. Brosef. That has to yeah, be it. Yeah, I've heard Brosef. I assume that's what he meant. Just misspelled it. Yeah. And then Doug gets sick and pukes all over the floor, <laughs> leading to Spyro screaming, What the fuck, man? And uh, the final frame, uh, the final frame of the page is great with the crying Doug with puke going down his chin, just admitting like me and Skeeter didn't have six. Okay, it was just a hand job. It was only a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fucking good. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah. But also, because I figured out that 
uh, you can actually vomit from weed. Uh, there are a lot of people that have a reaction to green weed, like uh, <laughs> weed leaves. Yeah. As opposed to like hashish, uh, which is like you know the just a brown all of the fucking shit mushed together. I thought hashish so was that shit that you you got at like Arabian restaurants where you smoke it through the big pipe. No, you're thinking about hookah. So. Oh yeah, hookah. We've had this exact conversation before. <laughs> <laughs> Probably in the pro- previous recording. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we never learned. <laughs> no. But this time it was you being bringing it up. Oh really? You know, both times you brought up that hashish was hookahs, and then, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyway, smoking, like, brown weed doesn't induce the nausea at the same way that smoking green weed does. So, Doug throwing up isn't outside of the realm possibilities, but not a lot of people do throw up from weed. Especially good shit that Cheeto Man has brought, and it looked all green to me. Yeah. Yep. Or was the green the one you picked from? Uh, green is the one you picked from. Okay. Well, then it makes sense. Yeah. No, but it's like, uh, it's... Almost like developing an allergy in a way, in that, like, you need to, first of all, you need to smoke it a lot and continuously, like, every day for a long time before you start to get that nausea reaction. And considering that Doug clearly hasn't smoked in a while, it just means he's got a fucking shitty constitution. Yes. Anyway, next next page, uh, we see Tails and Spyro's dog just start laughing. And we get, <laughs> but we get an extreme close-up of Spyro just looking real pissed, and it's some great art too, especially on the furrowed brow. It looks really realistic, and he says he just yeah. puked all over my floor. That's not fucking badass. I agree. I agree. Which also made me and think. Then he but, fucking but, this entire time falls into the puke. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Doug then falls unconscious straight into his own puke, and yeah. Um, but yeah, I maybe realize this. The weed deal, I guess, was going on inside of Spyro's room. <laughs> I guess so. Which is a back room to the Defender's headquarters. I guess he just lives in the office. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. So, yeah, then I guess Cheeto Man is either black or racist, because he drops the uh, N-word. <laughs> yeah. Damn, the, damn, this nipper stupid. Yes. I uh, said the- nipper, by the way. I heard you. Yeah, okay, yeah. I suppose cheetahs are African, but they're not black people, so I don't know if yeah. it, I don't know if he would have the pass or not. <laughs> <laughs> Just for a second, I thought you meant Africans aren't black people, and I was gonna be like, I got some news for you. <laughs> <laughs> not all Africans are uh, black people. No, I know, and that reminds me of fucking Jim Jeffries. Are you yeah. a white South African really telling me you did nothing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> True. Hey, come on. Rhodesia? Uh, Remember Rhodesia? Yeah. What country is Rhodesia now? It used to be called Rhodesia. I don't fucking know. Rhodesia is like the... Zimbabwe. Yeah. Yeah, they were like... When only white people lived in Zimbabwe, <laughs> it was called Rhodesia. And all, like... Ooh. A lot of uh, right-wingers nowadays, they were like, Look at Rhodesia. It was a prosperous uh, country until they allowed black people to come in there. And now it's Zimbabwe. And the name is not as cool. And uh, now, now it's a shithole. Are you, are you kidding me? Zimbabwe is such a cool name. I agree. That is it's a, got a Z a in it. Name. Yes. You, you can fucking win spelling bees with that shit. No, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Scrabble. Uh, uh, Scrabble, yeah, with that shit. Yeah, you get a lot of points. Like, Zs are the most useless letters, usually. Especially if you do Norwegian. X is the most useless. Oh, yeah, X. You always get yeah, the, What can you use? You, um, you always get the most points for X in Scrabble. But, like, yeah. Zs and uh, um, Ys, I think, also are pretty high points. Yeah. Well, Ys are in a lot of words, though. It's true. 
Maybe it's not Y. Maybe it's U. I forget. Q's could also be. It's like three letters that are always like maybe C. I don't remember. I haven't played Scrabble in eighteen years. But um. I've never played Scrabble. Never. It's, no. It's pretty fun. I, like yeah, I know what the game is, but <laughs> I just like I've never had people to play with it. Hmm. You didn't even play like uh, the Scrabble when it was like a big, big like, uh, like for a year. There was like a big. Uh, it was called Scrabble. It's called something else, but it was an iPhone app that like literally everybody played for some reason. Oh, uh, Word Feud or something like that. Yes, yes. I played that. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, I guess that was Scrabble. I that was just one hundred percent Scrabble. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I played it. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, word it feud. was fun. Remember the word feud <laughs> phase that everybody went through for some reason. Yeah, uh, to be fair, word feud was fucking fun. It's a fun game, yeah. It's a fun game. Yeah, uh, but anyway. Um, yeah, Cheeto Man suggests that they go to his pimped out crib and leave Doug behind in Spyro's room. I guess he also tells Knuckles to call some bitches over. Hell yeah! And uh, he also says, Spyro bra, worry about Doug tomorrow. Just take your mind off it for now, it. Yeah. A fucking base cheater man. Yeah, Spyro goes, all right, sure, let's go party. And uh, Knuckles pulls out his Pantec phone. So I guess uh, South Korea exists in the Tales Controlled world, or just the company Pantec. <laughs> or, hear me out. Yeah. Uh, this is our world. It isn't. And it's been confirmed okay, by sure. Laserbot that it is not our world. Well, I want fig- to know if they have antibiotics in this world. <laughs> Why? Because... Uh, well, because STD. Oh yeah. Uh, like <laughs> the clap is just chlamydia, which you can treat with fucking antibiotics. So I need to know if they can actually treat <laughs> chlamydia, or if, yeah. like if they can, then this, then like you know the whole thing about STD-free bitches, unless we're talking like AIDS and herpes. Yeah, but you, you're jumping. Just like you're jumping ahead. Point. You're jumping ahead, Andre. Okay. I just want to say I can't wait for the phone reveal of all the characters. We know that uh, Shadow has a BlackBerry. And, uh, oh no, it's yep. a Samsung, wasn't it? Oh. And uh, Knuckles has a, evidently has a Pantex, so I wonder what phones all the other characters have and what uh, companies exist in this uh, world. Knuckles says he has a lot of STD-free bitches, what you just said, that he can call, and they'll be over in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Tails is laughing uh, with a fairly creepy-looking expression. Just saying, <laughs> how do you puke, puke on weed, man? <laughs> it's been theorized by many that this entire, like, Doug event, where he, like, bites somebody's dog and then pukes on the floor and passes out, is based on a real-life story or real-life guy that Lazabot knew. And uh, I'm inclined to agree, because it seems very... I most definitely. Yeah, because it seems very specific and, like, pointed and, like, who would come up with this? It's, like, sort of weird and realistic. Like- <laughs> Well, I mean, you can say who would come up with this about Star Wars suit. Like, well, sure. obviously, someone can, someone can come up with it, but it's the way the interactions flow that makes it so realistic. Because, yeah. like, if you look at, um, okay, from the airbiting incident, yes, um, Knuckles is just like, oh shit, dog, you fucked up. Then he immediately drops it. He doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Uh, Tails also drops it when he has his say, and the only people that are still focused on it are the two main characters Doug and Spyro yeah and it's Doug a really realistic indignant it's a really realistic like fight between these two people where you know yeah, Spyro's uh, clearly in the right but Doug is like stupid and he doesn't realize what he did was wrong yeah and he's like trying to justify his uh, his uh, things that he's saying being like fuck you 
He bit me. That's why I threw him to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably, uh, or I think it's based on a true story, and many people think so too, but it, it hasn't been confirmed either way, I don't think. But I hope it is a true story, because it sounds really funny. I hope so too. So we get a black frame saying, uh, outside Cheetah Man's room. Full stop. And Cheetah Man opens oh, the yeah, door boy. as we see his sweet-ass crib. He's got a, uh... He's got a fucking snooker table, I think. Oh, yeah, we discussed a green couch. Yeah, the difference yeah, discuss. The difference is between snooker and pool, because I, I didn't know there was a yeah, difference. Yeah, which, there is a difference. <laughs> yeah, there is a difference. I thought they were just <laughs> names for the same shit. No, they're not. Because they're basically the same shit, but... Slightly different rules. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a... He's got a nice couch. What? <laughs> Sweet, you installed the hot tub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's fucking uh, gimmick it, infringement. That's the that's not Cheetos. That's uh, the fucking Kool-Aid man. Yeah. Che Cheeto, what's uh, what's uh, Chester Cheetah's catchphrase? Dangerously cheesy. Oh, yeah. It's not easy being cheesy. It's not easy being cheesy. Yeah. It's not easy being cheesy. <laughs> it's the fucking smokeriest smoker voice of all yeah. smokes. <laughs> I remember the time when we recorded this was just the time when Meat Cannon released this fucking Cheetos oh, yeah. video. Yeah, we did talk a bit about that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to talk about the couch. The couch um, looks really fucking strange from perspective-wise. Although the yeah. uh, pool-slash-snooker table is uh, very nicely depicted. And even has a hot tub. So, uh, dope crib, that Cheeto Man. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Lives in... I guess it's just, like, a corridor away from <laughs> uh, Spyro's home. And also the... Defender's Hideout? I guess so. On to the final page of the chapter. So, Cheetah Man uh, even has a very nicely depicted white tiger rug. Especially the head of the tiger looks really good. That has to be a trace. It could be, yeah. Uh, especially the head looks so good. Yeah. But maybe, maybe it's... Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just good. Then, uh, then Cheeto drops the T-word, which he does not have the pass. He's a cheetah. He's not a... It's not a tiger. He cannot. Yeah. He cannot drop tiger uh, <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, however, I'm a proud racist, so I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck the tiger poses. Yeah. I, lo Help I love. Help yourself to a beer in the fridge, dudes. <laughs> I love. I love uh, the word tiger. It's like a thuggified version of tiger from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. It's like white people. White people say <laughs> say Tigger, but black people they say Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> so he also tells the gang yeah. they could just help themselves to a beer in the fridge. Just don't puke on the floor. Uh, I, is those are good rules? Is it a good idea to mix a uh, beer and um, weed? Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, you should smoke weed before you drink beer uh, because weed hits you faster. Yeah. Whereas beer takes a while to, you know, get you to a level, so you can more accurately measure right your limit when you smoke before you drink. I would just assume that if you smoke weed and you get nauseous, or you you would get nauseous from drinking beer, because drinking beer already makes you, you know, kind of nauseous, if you, especially if you drink too much. Yeah, So absolutely. it would just enhance the na nauseousness. Not necessarily, because it all depends on how well you can handle the weed. Okay. Well, fair uh, Like, I have no, like... You know, if you want to get a stronger high, you can drink a beer first, wait until it hits, kicks in, and then smoke a joint, and it'll make you feel like you're getting even higher than normal. 
the only thing you shouldn't do is like smoke after drinking because then you won't really be able to measure just how high you're gonna get all right well thank you for the weed education andre you're welcome this is the weed arc after all i, I take this shit seriously <laughs> clearly <laughs> So, Tails is just so blazed, he's just, like, laughing to himself, which uh, Spyro describes as hardcore. <laughs> no, it's fucking lame. What a fucking loser. Like, here's the thing. There's nothing cool about being high, okay? If you think it's cool to be high, you're just a loser. I agree. There's nothing cool about being high. I'm sure it's... it's there's a lot of fun about being high. Yeah, I'm high. sure it could be fun, but it's not cool. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, it, it's not cool to drink either, but it is fun to drink. Like Exactly. Uh, but whatever, that's like my real life opinion on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this this podcast is all about giving our real life opinions. All right, so yeah. then we see Cheeto Man standing next to a table with a circular design on it and hold one of the chairs, which has like cat ears on him. And he says, uh, yeah. oh, that's just the start. Prepare to get wasted to the very core. Gather around. This is my most prized possession. Yeah, this is the round table, even though it's square. Even though. Even though, yeah. He's the, that's the one spelling holdout that he still hasn't fixed. Then Tail goes, why, why is a table too important? Cheeto Man says, this is why, as he pushes a hidden button. And then we see planes of Cheeto energy start rising from the ground, surrounding them. So they are encased within this perfect Cheeto cube, assumedly for maximum hotboxing pleasure. I mean, I hope that it, that is edible. I mean, it's made from Cheeto energy, so uh, I I would think so. Yeah, Cheeto Man. Yeah, Cheeto My Man. fucking hero. Cheeto Man says, if you want out, then you have to eat your way out, motherfuckers. Whoop, whoop. He then pushes another button, which makes the circular compartment in the middle open up, and out comes a fancy-looking bong with multiple pipes coming out of it to smoke like a hookah. Hell yes. Cheeto Man says, This is my beauty, and we are the Knights of the Round Table. May we begin. Like, this reminds me of so many stoner scenes from movies where they have this, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the ceremony around getting... Yeah. And, and the fucking ceremony, so hat off for channeling that cringeness. <laughs> yeah. like, I love in all stoner movies where, like, dude, I have this super bog that's gonna make you so high. No, but the ceremony around it, how, yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's almost like, a religious around, experience. Dude. Yeah. Even, like, that 70s show, it's no. like, get in the weed circle. Yes. Even though they couldn't show the weeds because it was on primetime TV. So they had to just, like, That's show true. the people right after they'd smoked. That's uh, very silly. That's true. Tina Man starts <laughs> uh, lighting up the weed, as Knuckle says. Oh yeah, Cheetah Man is a fucking light that shit up, bro, to end the chapter. Yeah. So it's a powerful. Cheetah chapter. Man is a fucking bro, okay? He's he's kind of a fucking bro, and he's uh, awesome. yeah, this is the weed arc right now. We're in it. Uh, now the comics just about smoking weed, just like the theme song said. It's gonna be for yep. the next like five or six chapters. It's all about being at Cheeto Man's crib, fucking yep. STD free bitches, smoking weed. Hell yes. Base, 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 yeah. base, base, base. Any final comment, Andre? Uh, only one. Yes. Andre is fat, self-owned. Woohoo! <laughs> We're hacks. We're frauds. I know I am, but what are you? Do we have we have no originality? Yeah. Of course not. 
Of course, there's no originality. It's Tailscat Podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Livy here, and today we're saying goodbye to this podcast. Just gonna end with the and also, impression off. Hello, this is Nostalgia Critic, and today I'm reviewing Tails Gets Trolled. It's like a webcomic. I don't really, yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, this fucking comic's just totally <laughs> set into the shadow realm. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> this comic is like if I put my nuts in a vice and then I. <laughs> then I shove them through <laughs> to the shadow realm. Got <laughs> to get groovy, tails control. Smoke a dank doobie, tails control. Hop in the jacuzzi, tails control. Avoid them trolls. Troll.